I was playing uh what was that what was that what was that shmup you were talking about like forever ago? Zero Ranger. Zero Ranger. Yeah, I've been playing Zero Ranger. And like I'm I'm stuck, if that makes sense. Like I'm stuck in a huh. time loop. Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to break out of it. <laughs> is, it, is, it is it the spoilers? Is it the fucking is it the Dolumpachi reference? Like, no, that's who you are? Like um so like I beat I beat world like two dash three, but it doesn't send me to two dash four. Oh okay. No, yeah, I know. I had to look that up. Uh you have to start that boss fight in robot mode and then it'll go. Like oh, it's it's, okay. weird. it's like a weird requirement, but as long as you start it in robot mode, like that's, that's start what, the that's boss fight in robot mode. Yeah. All right, cool. Because I was like, dude, like I beat it. I beat this stage like three times. I went back and beat like stage one four like twice. Like, what the fuck am I missing? Yeah, I, I thought it was at first. I thought it was like some sort of requirement. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do it with like no 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 loss or like no bombs or whatever or no nothing. Uh. But yeah, no, you're just supposed to like start in robot mode, and then the 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 cut the cutscene trigger will happen mm-hmm. or whatever. Okay, cool. I'll uh, yeah. I'll get back to that because yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> Keep playing because uh, that game is so sick. I wanna I wanna beat it already. I'm like for sure I'm at the last part. Cause that game it always feels like it's gonna be over, and it's like it just throws you for a loop and it just throws <laughs> out, like another stage or like a new plot advancement. It's really cool. I like my my favorite is still the um the Guren Lagan reference when you get like when you choose the robot and you can get like the drill option like, yeah like, <laughs> roll, roll, fight the power <laughs> it's yeah, like touch the cool. untouchable break the unbreakable mm-hmm. it's so good like all, all all of the mech references in that game are, are really cool yeah there's a lot of tr- like not only is it like a, a homage to like shmups it's also like there's a lot of like mech anime stuff or like just micro shit mm-hmm. it's a lot it's yeah. pretty dope oh man and then I also finally finished watching. I finally finished Carol in Tuesday, like season two, hmm. and it's uh, it's a bit more of the same. I think there was like more songs in the first season, like a bigger variety of songs, but season two was still pretty cool. It has like um, it has like a weird like refugee message. So like I don't, I don't like a lot hmm. of the stuff, like the politics and stuff. They're like background stuff. So like, uh, Earth, like. I don't know what happened to Earth. I think it's just like a giant war zone because like refugees from Earth keep going to Mars and like that's like the immigration issue that they have. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like funny because they're all like... Dirty um, Earthlings. Yeah, all the people from Earth are like hella dark skin too. It's like weird. So <laughs> it, like, I don't know if um, like the Earth started to overheat or what. So it yeah, caused, the ozone like, layer burning out or some shit. Yeah, yeah, so it caused people to get like darker skin or what, but... Like the a lot of like the weird like background stuff like I said mm-hmm. I still I really enjoy from Carol and Tuesday like there's a lot of cool like background technology and like advancements. And did, that, did that barely start happening in season two or like was that uh, was it also like a no it was it like was a like plot a th- element it was like a thing like it was always like mm-hmm. a thing it was just wasn't like as prominent in the first season as it was in season two. Right. Um, <clears throat> one of the one of the things I liked. What was it? Because the, there's the music, obviously. Oh, the outfits! <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't remember if I mentioned it last time, but you know how in um, like in VR chat, how people have like that outfit that like, no matter like where they move, it's like the same pattern, like repeating infinitely, kind of. Like oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So like, there, there's some like outfits like that in Carol and Tuesday, and they look sick. And um, oh, now I remember what I was gonna say. Also, the um, what I like about the technology is that it, it looks like. It would be the natural occurrence of like modern technology. Like we'll eventually get to that point. Like it's not mm-hmm. like too dystopian, like future. It's not like yeah, too not, not too outside cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah it, it feels like right, and that's what I really like about it. 
<laughs> there's like a random like Steve Aoki shout out for some reason. I thought that was funny. <laughs> but I'd, I'd still highly recommend Carolyn Tuesday if if anybody's like into like music and or like music anime and stuff. Oh, also, now that I finished the series, I can 100% guarantee there is no Yuri undertones whatsoever. It's just <laughs> it's not about that. Yeah, it's not about that. So yeah. like, if somebody makes it about that, they're just doing their own hand cannon shit. Um, and I like the the outfits the main characters wear. They have like a couple outfits that they cycle through because like they're both poor and like well like one ran away from home and the other one's poor, so they don't have a lot of outfits anyway. But the outfits they do have, I think, are really cool. Like the kind of like the technology. Like I feel like their fashion is just like the natural advancement for the most part. Yeah, that's and cool. I, like once when we start like incorporating like tech into fashion. I guess. Yeah. <coughs> yeah i'm looking up the screenshots oh yeah carol and tuesday yeah the it had like a lot more like music references in the first season the the second one was more about um like the freedom of expression for music <laughs> is that actual instagram and or is that, is yeah that it's, it's photoshop Insta- it's instagram okay. in the <laughs> <laughs> and apparently that's like a real account too like oh is it that's up. cool yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> awesome yeah, i'm just i'm looking at a screenshot of, like the girl holding her phone and it's just instagram and their weird future phone yeah also their future phones they look cool like um there's really nothing else to like further add it it just continues mm-hmm. the story of like uh the first season and um like one of like the main like te- technically like antagonists it's, it's more like their music rival like they go through mm-hmm. like some hardships and like character growth happens and stuff that was pretty cool so are they still in the contest or whatever isn't it like supposed to be like a no they um they they were technically disqualified but um from like oh spoilers right (laughs) they were technically disqualified from like the mars contest because they were like late but Mm -hmm. everybody liked them so much they're like we'll give them a chance to debut anyway so they um season two is them like trying to go out into the world and uh, make their first album and they like go to the grammys and stuff like it's pretty cool uh they they use like a lot of um like real life like names even though it's like a weird fictional universe and they still do the whole like uh names and likenesses are completely coincidental. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like they still pull that even though it's yeah. like 100 percent obvious yeah i, lo- oh, I love how in koizumi like the first fucking page is like i mean i i i forgot why i know i forgot why works of fiction have to do that like the whole like oh this is just a work of fiction like characters are not like real people like any likenesses are just poorly co- coincidental mm-hmm. even though like they're not coincidental yeah even though purpose. <laughs> but like i forgot i know it had something to do with rasputin or some shit like oh, that's shit. that's what yeah that's what i heard i'm gonna look that up but uh yeah, like there's there's sort of like a legal reason or some stuff. Oh, that's interesting. But but yeah, that I always think that's funny. It's like again, like names and likenesses are purely coincidental. It's like it's totally not. Like that is obviously <laughs> fucking Rasputin riding a yeah. tiger in the manga. Like that is obvious. Yeah. These are that's obviously literal... political figures in this mahjong. Like yeah, that's literally fucking. Like I thought. Yeah, like, I thought fucking um, Koizumi was like a like a fake person. Like no, it's totally a real guy, and it looks like that. George Bush and everybody. <laughs> yeah <laughs> papa bush <laughs> <laughs> stupid um, and then uh, i actually saw a few a few movies uh on netflix i finally got to see uncut gems 
Oh, okay, I kind of wanted to watch that. Like, I the only thing I've I've heard about it is that Adam Sandler's in it, and apparently it's like the most nerve wracking shit ever. Is that, <laughs> is that the 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 right yeah. movie? The one I'm thinking about? Yeah, Adam yeah, it is. Okay, it's yeah. So what I said, like my my mom went to see it, and uh, and she was like, no, I thought it was gonna be like you know like funny movie. It's like the fucking funny guy or whatever. But like, <laughs> it was the most fucking frustrating. Not yeah. frustrating. What is it? Like the the, the most Zawa. like. <laughs> yeah, like what is she was? What the fuck's the word? Like nerviosa, like she was just nervous through the whole thing, and I'm like, oh, okay, I guess it's not that kind yeah, of. Yeah, it, it, it's uh, <laughs> it, it's weird because of the way it's like uh, I don't know if it's the way it's directed. I think, or it's more than likely a combination of the way it's directed and the way Adam Sandler played the character, because mm-hmm. like crazy shit is constantly happening like all around him, and he's like constantly trying to keep his cool or like try and get more money and trying mm-hmm. to like flip everything, and it's 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 a it's a ride from start to finish, <laughs> man. Like, it, it sounds really like something is. I'd enjoy. Yeah, I like. I guess like that kind of shit whenever like uh, I I I honestly recommend watching it like it's a really good movie like I didn't I didn't expect much because you know everybody overhypes like everything if it's just like half good right but this one was uh it was actually pre- pretty fucking good like I, I enjoyed everything about it it's uh it gets its name because like he finds like um or he finds a way to smuggle like an actual uncut gem into like the country and it's supposed to be worth like um like at least a million but then like shenanigans happens he like loses it and oh. he, he ends up losing money making money like it's literally a roller coaster of like dude like what <laughs> how are you gonna get through this like, yeah it's great. Uh, and i like that i mean my, my fucking favorite shows have always been about like fucking how is he gonna make it out of this mm-hmm. but uh no but i i do hate that about things whenever like something gets like popular and people start overhyping it and then you get the contrarians or it's like oh it was fucking garbage it was not that not that great or whatever to stop propping up so it's like i can't get like a like a proper gauged reaction from people because there's like both extremes going at it and it's like oh, i guess i'll just fucking go watch it myself what was um what's that actor's name from breaking bad again brian cranston right all right mm-hmm. it's because um what about him I, I saw a movie with him in it, but I just can't remember the name. And I thought I knew the name, but that wasn't the name. <laughs> so I'm just trying <laughs> to go find it real quick. Um, was it on Netflix too? Or? Yeah, it was on Netflix too. It's about... um. So he plays a writer back at, during like the Cold War times. Um, the writer's last name is the name of the movie. And basically that writer was like a part of like the american communist party along with like a whole bunch of writers a whole bunch of other writers Mm. and um it goes through the story of like him and his uh and all of his associates like basically getting blacklisted in hollywood for like um, because again they were associated with the communist party and Mm. like back in the cold war it's like you were basically like you know that 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 was a no-go like that was if you were affiliated with the party then you were obviously a russian spy and no. <laughs> uh, he tried to make it a point like multiple times like in the beginning of the movie like no we're not trying to overthrow our government it's we're just trying to abide by at least like this framework that the government already supposed to abide by but mm-hmm. everybody's like no nah, no nah, communist and he's like fuck <laughs> but it, it's pretty cool like it it's uh it's based on real life or like true events that happen oh i see um where is it filmography i think it was like 2015 trumbo there we go dalton trumbo Trumbo. let me see <clears throat> yeah it's oh, bye, uh, bye, bye. yeah there he is <laughs> <Brian> <laughs> Cranston. 
yeah and then um so he gets blacklisted but like or him and a whole bunch of writers but the thing about that is uh all of the writers including himself that were blacklisted were mm-hmm. like really really good movie writers so like <laughs> like movies ended up like tanking after they ended oh, up obviously. getting blacklisted so they ended up making their own little like black market uh like script selling to like mm-hmm. people so they're like all right we know that y'all don't want our names but we'll sell you our scripts like and sure enough they still make a whole bunch of movies throughout hollywood like under like pseudonyms and like, oh okay uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever it's like it's like it's the it's, the, it's another name or like he's not they're not on the credits but like you know it's like by them or whatever yeah like yeah. like each different like movie studio he's he had like a different name for that movie studio huh. like it's that guy wrote like a whole bunch of like movies and had a hand in like a whole bunch of like really popular ones like back oh, in like shit, the forties and fifties. Like yeah, are uh, people are, are people barely finding out, or has been a, has it been a thing where it's like all oh, they know that it's because of this writer? Or like it 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 shows all it shows in the movie like eventually it's like oh yeah like it was a surprise like <laughs> oh yeah it was me the whole time yeah. yeah and they I think eventually they get like unblacklisted and they can like officially start working again but like the whole thing was like him him doing that so he could prove a point that like the uh communist being affiliated with the communist party has nothing to do with making a good movie basically Mm -hmm. yeah and and that's like separating the yeah separating the politics from the art i guess yeah yeah and i'm i'm a sucker for stuff like that too like i can it's like a big debate like just generally which is can you separate <laughs> the art from the artist uh, or like um a lot of the things is uh oh how could you like xx artist or like in in the the case that i see a lot is like comedians it's like oh they did like this racist thing like 20 mm-hmm. years ago and it's like dude like that was literally 20 years ago like <laughs> yeah and every- also i mean some, some of them still hold like or like some people still hold to like the those i guess negative beliefs while still making art but like Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's it's a gray area. Like there's extremes too. Like, oh, for sure. I, don't know. I mean, everybody but, like fucking loves Lovecraft, and he was like racist as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, and uh, especially with like comedy, because like late '90s, early 2000s, it was all like offensive comedy. Like mm-hmm. it it didn't matter. Like every it was just rampant. It was it was insane. And a lot of uh, a lot of comedians are being outed for shit they did back then and it fucking sucks because it's like dude like that was funny at the time like it's not funny now sure but <laughs> yeah and then like what is it people change too what is it like exactly I, I think i feel like a person can change like over the course of like one year maybe less sometimes depending on like actual like traumatic experiences or like just something life-changing yeah, like you could yeah. just you could, you could you could just be a different person tomorrow you know what i mean if the right thing happened to you so like it's i feel like it's not fair to judge people by their past like, yeah unless they're fucking unless they you okay know. there's also like extremes yeah like if you're a fucking murderer or, like you killed somebody it's like well you can't really escape yeah. from that even if you're a changed person like you still did what you did you know but it's it's it's, it's hard but yeah going going ham over something like that but uh, i guess it depends have you has it ever happened to you where it's like you like something but then you find out something that the you find out about the author and you find out more about it and it's like uh, it kind of puts it in a different light and kind of don't like it anymore um not honestly not that i can think of because mm-hmm. like uh there's a lot of like authors or like music artists or whatever that have done some like hella shady shit like 
I think the only ones that I don't fucks with, like I don't fucks with anyway, like R. Kelly and Chris Brown, like I don't. <laughs> yeah. Know, fucking the whole <laughs> peeing on a minor thing and beating his girlfriend thing, like that's those are like the two that I still don't fucks with, and I, I never yeah. fucks with them much anyway. So it, mm-hmm. I, it's literally no loss for me. But like with um, like you mentioned, like Lovecraft, hella racist, but I still love his work. Right. <laughs> Frank's it's already dead. Who cares? Frank, Frank Sinatra Sr., alcoholic, beat his wife. I still love his music. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's it's just, I don't know. It's it's really it's really interesting yeah, I, and hard. I can't th- yeah, I can't think of much stuff like that, too. Like, I can usually just separate the art from the artist. Yeah. But, like, Especially depends, because, I, like, um, well, mm-hmm. like, at least with Frank Sinatra, like, it was, uh, he's a big part of my childhood. Like, I don't, I don't really care what he did. The past is in the past, and they're all dead already. So, like, what's the point? If yeah. Even, like worrying about it. <laughs> I feel you. But yeah, that that's that. Like you said, it's it's a it's a gray area. Just generally, like mm-hmm. separating the art from the artist, and like a fucking Doja Cat, which like hashtag canceled because of apparently apparent racism. But like, I don't oh, give yeah, a fuck. I, <laughs> like, I love that bitch too much. Like, she's so yeah. good. I love her so much. Yeah, um, I guess I guess not in the same tier, but I guess like because since I know games are usually uh, an endeavor of like many many people, it's not mm-hmm. just like one guy or whatever. But like except Riot, I, fuck Riot. No, yeah, the thing, yeah, that's <laughs> what I was gonna say. Like fucking like Blizzard and Bethesda, like their 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 games are kind of like I've, my opinion of those games. I kind of like lowered over time, but it's it's same. like not like an immediate thing where like I find out it's like oh they're a shit company, I don't like it anymore. It's like over time, like I keep seeing like the bullshit that they keep doing, and it's like oh well, yeah. you know maybe I don't like Overwatch that much. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like stuff like that. I don't know, but it, it's a, it's a it's a it's a multitude of like different factors. It's not just like. Oh fuck! Like they're canceled. I don't like it no more. You know? Yeah. It's like I I could never do that. Like oh they're they're canceled. All right, cancel. Like no. Like, yeah. All right. I don't like it anymore. Yeah, I can't drop it. Especially if it's something that I really really care about. It's like oh, yeah. Man, I don't know. Like it's like I'm not I'm not gonna stop. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like fucking Daisuke beats his wife. It was like I don't know, man. Like I can't. That would not take away my the the, the years of enjoyment I got. Exactly. Out of, like like Lazar, You know what I mean? Like it's it'll be hard. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't fucking Roman cancel dude. Like, right? <laughs> she didn't. She didn't block. She didn't green block. <laughs> Should have burst in. Uh, but, but yeah, like I don't. No, I don't he, know. yeah, Daisuke does not be his wife. Yeah, he does yeah. not be his wife. Like, <laughs> that's, we're not, that's not a real thing. Go on record. <laughs> not that we know of, at least. Uh, yeah, true. But, but <laughs> I don't even know if he has a wife. Ah. <laughs> uh, but yeah again like that that always makes me like sad like going back to uh what was it turnbull trumbull i I just see i see this picture of like him in the bathtub working and i'm like that's oh yeah so like he (laughs) (laughs) apparent uh at at, ah what i liked about this movie is that it does the the based on real life thing where at the end it shows like actual pictures and like facts so like the author would actually work in his bathtub like editing and stuff (laughs) like yeah so that that was really cool uh and it's also like uh, there's a surprising amount of like famous people. Like if you watch it, you'd be like, "Hey, that's that guy. Hey, that's that guy." Oh, okay. All star cast. Yeah, it has John Goodman, Louis C.K., Alan Tudyk, uh, Tudyke. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Then of course our our homie Brian Cranston. Uh, yeah, and I uh, I enjoyed it. Like I'm I'm big into um, like I said those based on true event movies. <laughs> yeah, they're they're hardly done anymore. Like. Um, I yeah, know. like actually, like real life dramas or whatever. Yeah, 
Like, remember the Titans was one of those that was, like, based on a true true story. Uh, I think radio? I could be wrong. <laughs> I could totally be wrong. But uh, there was another movie on Netflix. I'll see if I could remember what it was. It was about the um, the two lawmen that, like, chased down Bonnie and Clyde. Like, that was also really good. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, it also had the whole, like, oh, yeah, this is the actual photo of the car all shot up. This is the... Uh, like oh, cool. whatever whatever like it yeah. showed like all well, the, like, the history and stuff and i thought like i love i'm a sucker for stuff like that man that, mm-hmm. that gets my goat like <laughs> <laughs> but uh I, I i recommend trumbo for sure like that that was a that was a nice cool movie interesting based on the true events yes that's cool it's been a while since i've seen like a like you know like a drama or like one of those like high concept things mm-hmm. it's mainly just been like fucking dumb action movies <laughs> Yeah, those are always. Those are always <clears throat> but even fun, then, though. I haven't like done shit though. I was gonna, I was, I think I was already telling you, like, man, you're gonna have to carry the podcast this time because fucking, <laughs> like, I, I got to work, like, I they put me to work like eight days in a row, mm. and like usually, I don't, I try not to do much like the days that I work, even though like I don't do much at work. It's still like <laughs> the fact that the, the whole like going there and being yeah, getting go, ready, going and, like, to work, having to be nice to people, and yeah, and then like actually just bullshit. yeah, coming coming back home and then being tired, like it. it doesn't yeah. put me in the mood to like actually watch anything new or something like it's it's hard for me to like i guess consume media that way and that used to be not be the case i remember like fucking i think it happens to all of us like and when i was whenever i was in like high school or like in college even like i would do my shit and i'll come back and i'll just play like a fucking 100 hour jrpg and they wouldn't even i wouldn't even do like it <laughs> But now it's time, like time to play Nocturne oh. for the thirtieth time. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's just like the lack of energy or something. But I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't do. I, I did do some stuff today, like this, uh, this week, but not, not I'm nearly like as much. Uh, yeah, because I always uh, during the previous weeks, I'm always like, okay, I'm gonna do this for the podcast, so I can go talk about it. But like, there wasn't anything <laughs> this time that I'm like, I'm gonna do it for the podcast. It was just like this, whatever I was already doing. Mm-hmm. So we can still talk about it though. Yeah, I haven't I haven't been doing much either, man. Like I've I've just been like brain dead, I guess. Mm-hmm. Say, or I, I I've had like a a bad week, like brain chemical wise. So oh. like I, I haven't been feeling like doing jack shit. It wasn't until like uh like I had like a good couple days, and that's where I finished uh, watching Carol and Tuesday, mm-hmm. and that's when I saw those other movies because uh, they were they were there. One of them was on my or uh, Uncut Gems was like on my list. I saw that Netflix was gonna release it, and I was like, "Oh, cool! Add to list once it's out." And mm-hmm. I did that. And I was like, "Oh, badass! It's out!" And sure enough, watched it. But like, yeah, video games. I, like, I've had I've had an actually I've had an, I've had I had an easier time like getting into manga lately for some reason because I guess yeah. I now I realize it's easier to like it's faster to like consume a manga than uh, than, than an anime because I feel like an anime takes like a long time like a fucking mm-hmm. it's like a time commitment. Um, <laughs> Like what is it? Like twelve episodes is usually about what? Like three 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 episodes is like an hour. You can right? you can you can average Sorry. it, yeah, like that because yeah. the the other like three minutes is the opening and ending usually. Yeah, so it's so usually it's, like it's about like three hours and a half to like watch it. Not more, right? It's like for about four hours to like watch one whole season yeah, of an anime. It's like twelve episodes. Twelve episodes, yeah. Yeah, but it's. I don't know. It's rough. It's <laughs> so for fucking hours. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And then like I I like pause and then like I go back or like sometimes like. I don't get something and I rewind and I don't know. I'm like a, I'm, I'm, I always go about slow when consuming media. Mm-hmm. 
but like, yeah, what what fucking uh, about mangas? I just kind of like burn through them, and especially I'm a slow reader too. Like not because I like I read slow, but like I like to take in the panels, right? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes like um, the art is like really striking or like really really well done, so I have to yeah. like slow down. And especially in, a, in an action manga where like sometimes you don't you can't exactly tell what's going on unless you like stop and it's like okay yeah, this guy stop. went here or yeah. like this is punching this guy yeah like like something like jojo 5 or whatever like blame has a lot of that too where it's like the the blame has like like almost no fucking dialogue right but like it's the all action but you, yeah but you, but you actually have to like figure out what the fuck is how the fights are choreographed and everything mm-hmm. that's cool so that takes a while but um, yeah it's i don't know I've, I've noticed too that it's been getting like harder and harder for me to get into anime but like mm-hmm. manga it's just like oh yeah i got like a million that i just kind of just cycled through i don't know the days they get uploaded but i just check like every couple days yeah exactly and, it's weird because in, in manga like sometimes even if the concept is just cool it's like oh it's the, the girl that can see dead spookies i'm gonna read it but like if that was if that was an anime i'm like oh, i'll get around to it later or, like i'll yeah. just like, watch, watch some clips on youtube like i, I don't i don't know it's because like Mm. I don't know, man. Like, I guess I, th- I think it's just the like, like you mentioned, like the uh, the the amount of time you have to sink into watching an anime. Yeah. Like, it's uh, it's a lot of time. The, and then sometimes, like, it's the t- the amount of time uh, that it takes, and then like for it to be like trash or something. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if the the amount of seasonal trash lately is also what have that's been influencing my my I, tiredness. I don't know, on I don't the know genre. about seasonal trash though, because like. Uh, I saw, I don't remember if I mentioned it on the podcast, but like I saw Parasite mm. and and I was like, dude, like I can't finish this. Like I'm not interested. Like the character's boring. Like the right. overall story's literally just okay. Like, I mean, the gore is kind of cool, but it's only kind of cool. Like I mm-hmm. saw better shit with like Elf and Lead for sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if it's legitimately like anime quality dipping or it's seasonal garbage is becoming the new like not garbage and because it's quote-unquote not garbage it's just gonna get worse you know have you ever had the feeling yeah yeah have you ever had the feeling of like maybe you already saw everything that you like (laughs) you know what i mean and i I, and i I know that's probably not the case because there's there's probably a bunch of shit that i haven't even fucking even even Mm -hmm. in niche genres and even in niche that i like there's probably a lot of stuff that i don't even know about yeah. Like, like it's been happening with like one outs and with Koizumi and stuff, but uh, yeah, sometimes it just feels like, man, uh, let's say like you like cyberpunk, right? It's like I already saw like every single fucking cyberpunk manga or like every fucking yeah. cyberpunk anime, like, what what is there to do now? So sometimes I just wait for like sometimes I just have to wait for recommendations instead of like actually waiting through mm-hmm. random garbage. Yeah, I don't know, I've been. Like I'm even I'm even caught up with like all the manga that like I've been reading too, and it's just like mm-hmm. man, like I kind of don't want to read any other ones, you know? Because <laughs> uh, like I finished uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba, mm-hmm. uh, Demon Slayer. I keep forgetting the stupid English name. Like I'm <laughs> I'm caught up with My Hero. Like I'm caught up with One Punch Man. I'm caught up with like a couple other ones that like people haven't heard of. It's like, funny because those are all those are all like the main animes right now too. Yeah, like. Mm-hmm. The, and it's it was uh well at least with like my hero I I caught up because I was like oh I like the story let me like read it and catch up mm-hmm. but like I, I'm reading it at this point out of obligation like I don't I don't think it's that good like <laughs> if the like I'm still reading it but I don't think it's that good I'm doing the Jordan Tech like <laughs> do you feel okay do you feel that it was good and then it became like eh or like no I think it was wrong. always like just okay 
like it's 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 a shonen like that's that's all yeah. it is like quintessential shonen because i think it started like really strong if anything like uh just, I, i've only maybe like watched like two seasons or something but like i feel like it's it started really really well but like i feel i could already feel like oh it's probably gonna get tired like every shonen does like if they like shonen's have this thing where like they just kind of like just keep going and keep yeah. going just because they're popular and like Sometimes the author just wants to end it, but it's like, no, it makes money. Just fucking keep going. So they keep adding <laughs> characters reach. and they keep adding arc and like they keep like escalating power levels. And it's just like at, at some point the stakes just like vanish. Yeah. And that's sure. awesome. um, at least with One Punch Man, you know what you get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because One Punch Man was already like a parody, I guess. So yeah. I guess it, it's more of like um, a funny thing. And same with Goblin Slayer, actually. It's literally just like... Uh, a dude who slays goblins and a lot of people dropped it because oh i wanted more it's like no like that's the tagline like that's mm-hmm. that's and um i, I, I don't w- i don't know the ending of kimetsu no yaba but like because i haven't like I, i'm watching the anime right i haven't read yeah, the manga yeah I but uh I ha- spoil it. <laughs> yeah because but because i know like it just ended and it's because like the the author i think like had to end it like because mm-hmm. of like family complications or something so i'm like oh maybe i hope it's <laughs> hope it's okay <laughs> The um the ending is nice, oh, like okay. it, it it was definitely rushed, but like the final like ending chapter is like a nice, uh, it's it's a nice farewell, I guess you could say. Oh okay, cool. Uh, at the very least, at the very least, I like it when they have endings, right? I hate when pe- things just keep going forever. Yeah, true. Then I don't know, like even like my one of my favorite mangas, like fucking Kaiji, right? Like even Kaiji starting to like feel a little bit tired because like, one, the Fukumoto's pacing is like dead slow and two it's like well where is this going like we're not even like nowhere near the final boss you know uh i i like uh and andy's take on like my hero academia where mm. it's like somebody important to deck to deku like needs to die like all might <laughs> should have died like for character progression because that's right. how that that's how like the shonen characters become more op is like someone close to them dies or at least you know back when we were watching shonen like yeah they always go through the real shit yeah they go they got to go through the real shit to like understand exactly what it means to like truly be a hero all they yeah. do is they just get like really fucked up but like nobody like really really dies and like even De- like deku like constantly fucking blowing up his arms and legs like he doesn't even fucking care because he's not dead like, <laughs> like yeah the- even back even back then like even when you look back at fucking pistol north star which is like in my opinion like one of the greatest shonen <laughs> examples of Same. shonen ever like yeah what kinshiro when it started it was so people like they started they started showing a little bit of his backstory and it's like okay he already had his character progression you know what i mean yeah, like at the same yeah. time you like start fleshing out the character that way and not only that as the story continues and he starts becoming less op because of like the other people that he needs to fight (laughs) yeah like other fucking people important in his life start dying like fucking like shu and everything like oh man you know and ray like (laughs) it's it still sucks (laughs) yeah 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 and he has to carry on the weight of the of his friends like yeah yeah, it's so good but yeah like (laughs) it's so good (laughs) i uh i i I firmly believe that like for maybe not like firmly but like it 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 usually marks like a decent shonen where like where main characters die or like no, so yeah, like, that's, that's what i was gonna ask like do you do you feel like death has to be a part of a shonen to, for it to be good uh depending on the shonen because i mean there's um aren't like sports animes technically shonen like oh yeah i guess yeah i guess like it, it, it's all it's all in the the matter of stakes and how the how how grander in reality the 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 anime is and like how how what it, how important it is to the characters mm-hmm. like fucking like uh 
I guess yeah, like what is it like in like in Kaiji, like people will hardly fucking die. Like somebody dying is like a really, really big event that hardly ever happens. But like mm-hmm. even every little mistake or like every little victory, it's like every every step back that Kaiji makes feels like this fucking agonizing <laughs> defeat, right? Because yeah. of like just just the, the sheer stakes, stakes involved. Of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel if you frame it in the right perspective, you don't need to have death for it to, yeah, for sure. to work. But I mean, in, the, in an anime of like superheroes and superpowers and stuff, it's kind of like mm-hmm. warranted, like, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's just like, yeah. come on, like these are literally like people running rampant, like unsupervised with their powers. Like there's, you're telling mm-hmm. me like there's no, like not even more death? Like even, <laughs> even like the bunny girl that we thought died, it was like, okay, like... Uh-huh. Yeah, I get you. Uh, the only one that died was like um, fucking All Might's like predecessor, I think, or six or like his friend. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But he had like no like true emotional attachment to any of like the kids. It was just mm-hmm. more like kind of like an idol thing. So it's like he did. They didn't really know him personally. It's just they both liked All Might. So right. it's like I don't really I don't really count that entirely. Um, at, and. Like I, 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 it sounds like elitist to say, right? That like, oh, the good shonen like needs good death, but like, honestly, like a lot of good shonen have at least one like main yeah. death, like mm-hmm. especially like a little bit early on, or maybe not early on, but like midway early on when they're like learning how to control their powers or whatever. Yeah, not only that, but like some most of the time it's a character that's like important to the viewer, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not only like not only the characters but like the, the other viewer. That that makes us feel that the stakes are actually like that much mm-hmm. higher. Like, oh yeah, shit, this guy that, died. yeah, because you you could tell you could tell what it's like a, a random jobber and the random jobber dies is like, oh shit, it's for real now. It's like ah, come on, like that guy was disposable already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you wrote him to be disposable. Come on. Yeah. But when it's like a, a homie that's been with you for a bit, like in the story, like all might should have died. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, I like, feel like it would it would impact like a lot more, and it. Mm-hmm. But they they went the more the campy route. Yeah. Well, maybe like it just didn't want to make the the tone of the the anime like, so too dark. dark. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes but, okay. but I don't know, man. You see how badly those kids get their ass kicked? Like that's pretty fucked up already. <laughs> like. <it's>... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel you. But uh, going back into like getting into anime, I feel like if somebody, if somebody whose opinions I respect gives me like a good hard ass recommendation and it's like, you're going to fucking like this, like, yeah, I'll mm-hmm. give it a shot. Uh, but it's, it's, as far yeah, as just like me, like browsing through like Crunchyroll, like Funimation or like just like Torrents or whatever, I'm like, uh, I don't know. Or like <laughs> if I see like a screenshot of like a cute anime girl, it's like, oh, maybe I'll just <laughs> I'll give it one try or something. But yeah, I, I, for sure, I don't, I don't give things the, the, the three anime, I mean, the three episode, the three episode try, try anymore. anymore. Like, mm-hmm. so most of the time it's just like one. It's like one episode plus recommendations. Like, that's my, <laughs> that's my base now. I, um, I, I stand Netflix anime like forever because mm-hmm. like, uh, like I said, like at least they're, they're trying new ideas instead of just like seasonal seasonal mm-hmm. garbage right yeah um, yeah oh, the, the, crunchy, new Bak- crunchy- the new baki is going to be coming out soon like the new baki season yeah i heard that, like that series is actually really fucking good because yeah, yeah. i don't know like Crunchyroll is like awful right now <laughs> i feel <laughs> at least that's something that i checked yeah it's it hasn't been too great but yeah, i'm looking forward to the new baki uh, season that's going to come out soon uh that's pretty much it though like <laughs> mm-hmm. i haven't like we've been saying like it's it's so hard to get into anime i think i've 
I've seen like a couple of like anime movies mm-hmm. or like I think uh, a good amount of episodes ago I talked about the one with like the mermaid island or whatever. Right. Like that one was actually pretty cool. It was like a nice little little story, heartwarming mm-hmm. story. Weird, usual Japanese fashion, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and also, I guess not only that, but fuck, what was I going to say? Never mind. <laughs> just <keep going. laughs> I just had a fucking no, brain fart. I haven't had my caffeine today. That was that was pretty much it. It's just like I I don't know what it is nowadays that's making it a lot harder for me to get into anime. Mm-hmm. Like I I li- I don't know if I li- if I unironically mean what I say when I say bring back Moe Blob because <laughs> I mean it, it's still technically never left because uh-huh. uh, the, like you still see like the the Kyoani art style right yeah but um like classic cute girls doing cute shit like you hardly really really see it as much yeah no i i, I like yeah sometimes like i've always said like people i don't know why people have like this thing about against like mobile or like slice of life animes it's like man like they're for me they're just like a palate cleanser right yeah it's, like, i watch it just to like fucking feel good every once in a while before i go into like some more like real shit like <laughs> if i were like let's say if i just fucking like read like berserk chapters it's like all right let me just fucking go watch some as a manga dao <laughs> yeah stuff like that and and, and uh, there's been some like here and there like i i like um what the fuck's it called like hitori bochi i don't know if that's like that, i don't know the actual name of the fucking anime but like the the one that where bochi's from which is just like the whole concept is that she's awkward it's essentially like it's watamote if like the main character wasn't like a dick <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause, you know like tamoko was like a fucking asshole yeah yeah it, it, it's a, it's watamote if like other people would actually like put up with her bullshit which is like it's kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> the only one I've been watching is like uh, the other one I've been watching is like Chamiko. What the, I think like it's called like the 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 demon girl next door or some shit like that. One's but uh, yeah, that one's cute too. It's just like you know, the, the, I feel like that's like a genre of its own too. Like the demon girls getting bullied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, one, that one's alright too. That one's like not that great, but it's just like a feel good. Like I can just watch it and turn my brain off. I'm just like yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go off topic like slightly here, but yeah. like sp- speaking of like cute girls doing cute things, so like, uh, you know how Kon like the the school they go to is based off of like a real school, right? Yeah. Okay, so um, I f- I found out that like apparently the school wasn't like completely up to code, so they were gonna like demolish it. Oh. But yeah. like, but like Kon basically saved it. Oh damn! <laughs> and uh, so that's interesting. And so, some other stuff happened, and it basically got like the it got slapped with the historical landmark thing, mm-hmm. so it couldn't be teared down, and they had to renovate it so it could withstand earthquakes. And when they renovated it, they added the Hotago Tea Time room, like where they went to go have. Oh tea. shit! <laughs> and they they added the uh, the turtle and the hair like on the the railing. Like the, that's fucking cool yeah like i thought yeah. that was really cool <laughs> that's what us fucking anime and, doing, um, saving things out here yeah apparently it's it's saved like the small town too because uh apparently japan has this thing for like small towns where if you send like a donation a, with a certain amount of money you can get like a thing exclusive to that town sometimes it's sake sometimes it's a charm sometimes huh. it's food uh but for that town you get a you get a a set of K-On like phone charms that you can only get from <laughs> that's donating. <cute. laughs> that's interesting. I didn't know that. I don't know yeah. why that reminds that reminds me of like that one time Obama got fucking Witcher three because, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like from like the Polish Prime Minister or some bullshit. Like, yeah, I mean, I I'm like, yeah the, the, the product of our land. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, video the, game. that uh, they put a, 
a lot of people from what i've heard like a lot of people from that area are actually really proud that like that area got like some mainstream stuff oh yeah hell yeah yeah i'm pretty sure like like their culture and shit too yeah absolutely like i feel like anybody feels that way about like if they're from like a from like a country when shit happened like i i'm mexican right and i feel fucking hype when somebody mentions like el santo or like mass wrestlers and stuff like even though i'm not like too into it i'm like yeah that's fucking that's my culture right (laughs) yeah it's it's fucking see a sombrero mustache dude fuck yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) but um oh yeah that's not the only thing apparently they also have like a a k-on shrine where they have like a whole bunch of like figures and like charms and like toys like just of just k-on and it's a dead ass just a shrine like that's it's really interesting i didn't think yeah. yeah there's something about like actually like i don't know what it is because i know japanese normies are like insane normies right like they're hella normies but it's also there's there's something about like anime and and games also like just being ingrained in the culture like it's not a I've heard uh, by multiple accounts that it's not weird seeing like a salary man in his fucking DS playing Monster Hunter like on the train. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just it's just the thing it's they a, do. A fact of life, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I I think it's I think it's really cool. Like and an interesting, like you said, how anime and games are just like so ingrained into their culture now that it's yeah. It's accepted. And I I think there was even um like a thing like if a girl accidentally sees like a dude's like phone and it's like lewd it's like oh well yep that's that's a dude (laughs) just a fact it's just like a fact of life like all of the the weird japanese shit they're like the that's funny all the lewd shit i guess yeah no it 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 even goes to like every like all the all the artists like even like the mangaka they're referred to like a sensei right it's like oh fucking master araki right like a fucking Oh, but yeah, so, like, you know how in shrines, like, they offer, like, alcohol and food or whatever? Mm-hmm. So, like, th- there's a there's a picture. Let me let me save it real quick so I can show it to you. Of, um, of Azusa. Of, like, an Azusa doll, but with, like, the, like, sake or, like, alcohol in the background. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> that's cool. It's, it's, it's a part of the shrine. That's... <laughs> that's cute. And apparently, um... The school celebrates their the girls' birthdays. They do it like every year. Like there's a picture here that's like, oh, Mio's <laughs> our, birthday, our 2019. <laughs> like, come join us at the primary school. Like, that's pretty Yui, wild. Yui and Azusa's birthday this day at Sunday. Come here to like celebrate. Like it's it's really yeah. cool. Like how this small town just like completely adopted like Kon and like all right, this is this is us now. Right. And yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I, I did. I did. I did. I didn't know about that. That's really interesting. <laughs> But yeah, like as much shit as we talk about, like as much shit as as we talk ab- about anime, like I, I still like anime. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it, a, a lot, a lot of the, the media that's been like really impactful to my life has been anime, right? Like there's been <laughs> yeah. like a, a few shows that it's like very formative, uh, in my life. But uh, yeah. I don't same know. with me. Like uh, before, I knew what anime was. Like I was watching anime because like. Mm-hmm. They were just cartoons to me, you know? Like, I wasn't a yeah. fucking weeb. It was just, oh, there's these awesome cartoons that show up, like, after hours on Cartoon Network. Like, <laughs> <laughs> these are these are cool, and they're more action-based and cool. Yeah, it's weird. Like, you can, like, even though, like, sometimes, like, we didn't know that they were, like, Japanese, but you can immediately tell that it's, like, okay, these are different, right? Like, yeah, these are... yeah. They're... Yeah, yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, I was just trying about to it, like, put, in, put into words. Yeah, on top of like the animation to... and like the the way the, the story structured and everything. Mm-hmm. That, that's I, what I was getting to. Yeah, because I guess it's also like they, uh, back then, 
you wouldn't really see like series, right? Because like uh, most animes, there were like you know like episodes, right? Like the the, the plot would continue from one episode to the other. And I yeah. guess like I also wasn't used to like watching that. I was used to watching like you know like fucking cow and chicken and like Dexter when it was like oh it's just the funnies and like yeah. today's funny, you know. Where like th- there wasn't really any like episodic plot things. progression. Just, everything yeah. was kind of set in its own universe in that one episode. Yeah, and it, even stuff where it has like a long running canon, like that's like the Simpsons and stuff. It was still mm-hmm. like okay, yeah, I know like the 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 city's progressing, but it's still like it was still episodic. Like it wasn't like yeah, like, a meeting continuation like a, from one to the other. Big part of the story. Exactly. So I guess like maybe well, I guess like, apart from like novellas, like anime was my my first intro into like an actual. Like story, story yeah like a long running story yeah that's, or uh, episodic that has, media yeah something that has a beginning and an end yeah like that yeah, and it, it it breaks my heart like because like i don't see a lot of like decent anime or like i'll start an anime and i'm like dude i've seen it already like next like because mm-hmm. um, a lot of the stuff now i mean i guess even back then it could have been like generic but it's i feel like it's more noticeable now mm-hmm. than than it used to be because, uh, like, what I call, like, the golden age, which is, like, the 2000s mm-hmm. of, uh, like, anime and... Oh, that's shows. that's that's a debatable fucking term, dude. <laughs> like, I know some people are going to be like, hey, no, the 80s was the fucking oh, golden yeah, age, no, for motherfucker. Sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Well, the, the 80s was, like, the bronze age. Like, that's, that's what it is. The 90s was the silver. The 2000s was the gold. Right. Or, like, wh- wherever, like, Yu Yu Hakusho... Um, I guess like Inuyasha, the the, 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 ma- the major points in development. Is that what yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. what I mean. Because mm-hmm. uh, like I, I mean it in like comic book terms, not like the best ever. You know, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. like Astro Boy was t- is technically considered the Bronze Age, which ushered in like anime. Yeah, which leads into like the Silverish Age. I want to say, or I think even Gundam was can be tied into Astro. No, yeah, Gundam's fucking old. old. Yeah, well, Gundam's fucking old, but like yeah, Astro Boy is like way older too. I don't know where's yeah. Jordan. <laughs> yeah right where's jordan when no. you need him <laughs> but uh you're probably yeah no, no but I, I'm, I'm in the like i i like to believe that uh you're you're not tight like genius is not tied to an age right like yeah oh, there's gonna sure. be like there's gonna be a lot of people that are inspired by like uh like a cultural masterpiece but i feel like a masterpiece can be done in any any era right like a masterpiece can be done mm-hmm. tomorrow from some genius guy that's like super inspired right like, but the issue is that it has to be done and like i don't i don't see a lot of that right now like, right uh like i i can't even name like an anime in recent years that is like stuck you know mm-hmm. or ha- has gotten like as much fame other other than um i guess you know like my hero but yeah but that, that might not... that, that might that might also be like a psychological thing but because i feel like the younger we are when we see something like yeah the more, the, the more impressionable is, we are uh, and like the yeah more we like it so like all these kids is, it's definitely like an anime for them mm-hmm. but like yeah that, that's why that's why i don't get mad whenever people say like oh kimetsu no yaba is the fucking the best it's like okay it might, it might be the best for you then like you know like it's yeah. like <laughs> i recognize that it's really good so like maybe like in your frame of reference is, is the yeah. best cool and uh I, this can also go back to like when I when I talked about uh, showing my sister Madoka, mm-hmm. uh, like all she had seen was like Naruto and like a couple of other ones here and there. Some of like the other like more yeah. popular ones, I guess more mainstream ones, because Madoka, mm-hmm. though it's mainstream, it wasn't like on TV mainstream, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I showed that to her and she was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Like she loved it. Like she showed exactly. her friends. Um, That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I showed my sister, my other sister, she actually just started watching sports anime. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and she's like the she's the musical one like uh, oh okay because both of my sisters are in sports but like this one is more into music and i was like all right here you go i'm gonna show you carol in tuesday mm-hmm. and she, like i literally walked in put it on she's like what's it about music and then i like walked away <laughs> <laughs> and uh sure enough she's still like watching it and i'm like awesome <laughs> oh that's dope no but but i also feel like going back to like why we don't think like good anime is out anymore it's, it's because we're like tired of the tropes too you know what i mean yeah. like there's a lot of things like uh like i mentioned i think a few podcasts ago with like my sister watching that uh some 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 guy taking care of like a demon girl and it's like oh it's so cute or whatever it's like i've already seen this anime like six <laughs> yeah. times like so i can't sometimes some 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 of the quality might go over my head because i'm not really tired of it you know what i mean like this yeah. show might actually be really good but it's like it has to go above and beyond to like impress me already impress because i already have yeah. like this story this history of fucking shit that i've already watched uh which is like when which is awesome because when something hits it really really fucking hits like when i saw like one outs a couple of fucking weeks ago yeah. it's like oh man like at, at my 28 years old this still this is still hitting me <laughs> which yeah. is great but, uh, that goes to show how fucking good something is but yeah still like I, I i don't i don't like to rag on on originality that much because like yeah it might be it might be original to somebody else you know yeah for sure but like um going back to like uh genius can be born at like any time like Mm -hmm. i i kind of want to compare it to like like movies and stuff because i think i've talked about it before how like the modern movie industry is basically also like yeah i'm shilling out whatever exactly yeah (laughs) i i i feel bad for like actually like movie boss and movie guys because i feel like that fucking industry is like gets shot on daily nowadays yeah Like, like uh like i mentioned before like marvel movies yes they're fun but i also wouldn't consider them like true marks of film mm-hmm. like you know like joker I, I i consider like an actual like f- like movie like that was a you can take out like the whole gotham thing and put in another city and i feel like it'll still be a really good movie mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but like how how do you differentiate yourself but also how do you make it good like that i feel like that's <laughs> yeah. the hard thing yeah that, that's hard and it's like it, it's it's weird because to some people it just comes naturally you know what i mean like there's some works where it's like oh i've already seen this a million times but it's it's it stands on its own like super well and i and i like it but yeah like um, it, everybody it, compares like joker to like a taxi driver yeah because it's like because nothing's original anymore nothing and yeah even, it, most of the time it could even be by accident right it's like you fucking make something and it's like oh this already been done by somebody 20 years ago and i didn't fucking know you know what i mean like it's mm-hmm. like it, so it's like mm, i know i feel like a lot of art- artists have that block too uh where it's like oh i gotta make my shit original i gotta fucking make sure i come up with an idea that nobody has made and it's yeah. like no everybody everybody has a reference everybody gets inspired by something you know what i mean so it's like mm-hmm. as long as you're in a st- straight up and sometimes even a ripoff is good because you have, you have you put your own you put your own <laughs> spin on a ripoff right yeah yeah it happens to, yeah <laughs> <laughs> it happens in the fucking in the video game industry all the time too. It's like fucking fighting game. The fighting game genre was born on mm-hmm. people ripping off Street Fighter Two and fucking battle royales. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like it just happens all the time. Like as long as you put your own little spin on it and make it fun, it's you can. Yeah, but that's also like the hard thing. And yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, I, I I still do look forward to like anime because again, like I'm I just love like all forms of media, like anime, mm-hmm. movies, games. Like they're. The, the the stories you can tell like mm-hmm. are are amazing 
with uh, what yeah, bar- yeah, no, no. I feel like no medium is above another. Like what is yeah. it like? And it, like a story you can tell, like an experience you can you can get from a book is so much different. You can an experience you can get from a video game, you can get from a movie, you can get from an anime. Mm-hmm. It's just all about the experience you're trying to convey, and which uh, medium is uh, more apt to doing that. Yeah, or also like which one's more like apt for you, like personally. Yeah. That's why, in my opinion, like fucking people should just stop trying to make like anime or like movie adaptations of video games because mm-hmm. like, it's 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 such a like an entirely different experience. Even like <laughs> as good as a story, as look as good as a video game story can be, like it's not, it's it it, it and we're not at the level where like they can top like uh, like a like a great movie or like a True. great fucking good. But the thing is, like that's not what it's about. Like you don't. Like yeah, you'd play the game for the story, but like it's a different form of story. It's a diff- because of, yeah, it's yeah. a different. It's a whole different experience. Like exactly, you're, you're, could- it's, it's it's you leveling up. Like I'll use Castlevania as an example. Like mm-hmm. it's you leveling up, going through the castle, like killing all the bosses. Like it's mm-hmm. like you feel like it's you. Like even though it's you know some other dude, there's still like a sense of immersion of like yeah. you're the one overcoming these challenges. Yeah, or something with like an actual really good story. Like let's say like like let's say let's say for example Yakuza Zero. You can sit here and watch a YouTube video of like all the cutscenes in Yakuza and like watch somebody play the main story. But it's like if you it's it's not the same because you don't you don't get to know Kiryu at a personal level mm-hmm. by that like you, you get that by playing as him and going through all these stupid little side quests and spending t- that's actually spending time with the characters. So yeah, whenever I like something that, like, really devastating wh- happens in the story, it's like, oh fuck! Like I care about this person, like, right? Like random sidebar about Yakuza. Mm-hmm. Like my favorite thing was from like I think it was Kiwami, mm-hmm. where um you you go like he buys you a suit like Nishima I think yeah. his name was buys you a suit. Y'all do karaoke together, and then like a couple chapters later, like he's like betraying you and like you're like what the fuck, dude? Like we sang yeah. this song <laughs> together brothers. as brothers. Yeah. We like hung out. Like we're exactly like. Like, I, I feel like if, if you, like, played it and gone through that and, like, like oh, yeah, this guy has my back and, like, he's my brother and we're we're friends mm-hmm. forever. And then, like, that happens. It, like, hurts, like, a bit more. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and when <clears throat> even goes to, like, what's, like, one of my favorite fucking games ever, Nocturne, the, 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 the there's a story, but, like, it's kind of, like, let's decide the gameplay is the main star. But, mm-hmm. like, the... the the reason that game is good is that level that sense of progression that like you know you crawling from level one all the way to like fucking punching gods in the face you know what i mean like yeah <laughs> exactly like it's it, it, it's something that you can't exactly get in a movie or in a book mm-hmm. like it's it's all different they all have like their own strengths and weaknesses yeah for, for sure. sure and it's it's a, it's 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 about how you as a creator can um get the most out of that medium like that's why i'm saying like kojima would probably would probably be a terrible fucking uh movie like director movie, even yeah. as much as he wants to be he'll probably be terrible like as a game director he's amazing because yeah, he because he, know, he knows those like little intricacies that make a game a game mm-hmm. right and he always has like this idea of like what he wants like to tell like in terms of like story and world building like mm-hmm. God, do I love fucking Death Stranding. <laughs> but, like, I wouldn't really recommend it to, like, a casual player either, yeah, you know? Yeah, Death Stranding's cool. That was a hell of a rant. <laughs> yeah, I know, like, what is it? I know we keep talking in circles and we keep fucking going back to, like, other podcasts that we've seen. Like, I... I I, my excuse is that I, I, I barely woke up. <laughs> I don't have my caffeine yet and I don't have my thoughts in order. But it feels good making, like... Doing a podcast, maybe like a fucking the the the, the beginning of the day, because usually we record like at night, like a hella in the deep, when yeah. it's almost about time to go to sleep. But like right now, it's like we just started. 
So I'm still trying to like get my bearings. I'm still trying to like figure out what fucking day is today and everything. But we're we're going. We're going. One take. Yeah, we're we're fine. We'll we'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, e- either way, we're circling around and like emphasizing on like random points or adding like another like layer to it anyway. So I, yeah, I, I feel don't you. see anything wrong. But I guess like I, I know how it could be like annoying to somebody that's watched all the episodes or like <laughs> I guess so. heard all the episodes. And it's like, oh, we already fucking talked about this, you know. But it's fine. I'm not too worried about it. Uh, also, um, fuck, like what? I don't even know how to segue into this one. Honestly. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we, 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 were t- we were talking about formative experiences, right? And how like true, a lot of true. it have just been anime. Like me, like watching fucking Gurren Lagann as like a high schooler was like fucking insane to me, right? But like I know um, a lot of those experiences. Like the the the, the reason I say that uh, video games are actually also like a strong medium, and like you can. Um, you can put them side by side uh, with something like a book or a movie, is because like I've also had like a lot of like formative experiences from video games, right? What did you want to talk? Did you want to talk about like your your favorite games growing up, or the ones that have made the most impact, or your favorite games now? Because those are like a completely different lists for me. No, my favorite games growing up was what I wanted to talk about. More, oh, okay, cool. I, 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 like favorite games now, like I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a lot <laughs> yeah, of favorite games now, like to be honest. <laughs> I just mainly wanted to talk about like, um, cause like, like well, not not, not now. Like, like I mean, like my like my my current favorite list of games. Cause like like, how do I say it? Like they're not they're not necessarily games that are like have been coming out recently. Mm-hmm. It's like games that are, it's like oh I, I found this out like when I was twenty years old. You know what I mean? So it's like I can't exactly put that when I was growing up, right? Yeah. But, no, uh, I I just meant I just wanted to talk about like games. Like g- games, I guess that like kind of like helped us shape like that that meme that's been shared on Facebook. Like name five games like that. Oh yeah, that are like that, that from your childhood like, that yeah, like mm-hmm. synonymous or whatever. Like I wanted to want to go ahead and talk about those for a bit because uh, like gro- growing up, like video games were like a big part of like my life too. Mm-hmm. Um, no, same. Even even though I don't, I didn't realize it at first. At first, I was like, okay, you know, it's just games, right? Yeah, but I didn't realize thing, how fucking right? much of an impact they actually made on me. Yeah, like, uh, like in, in no particular order. Like, I, I guess I'll go like in depth of like the the five games growing up thing. But uh, I'll start with uh, I'll start with like Tony Hawk. Like that was uh, <laughs> that was that That's was one of like my all time favorite games growing up. Like mm-hmm. I saw it, I played it. I think I played it first on a demo, and then I went and bought like a copy. That's what happened. That's what happened to me too. Like when it's like I saw it on the demo disc and I played it. I'm like, yo, this game is fucking amazing. I have to like ask for it next time. I played it on the Dreamcast. What console did you play it on? PS One. Uh, PS One. Yeah. PlayStation Boy. How old were you? (sighs) I can't even remember. Like, let's see. I I know. Okay, when did the game come out? That's a that's a better. 1999, I think. The first one, right? Yeah. 1999. Uh. Oh, 99 all right so then let's see i think i was like seven eight i don't know i know i know i got like pro skater when like pro skater 3 was like a thing or like pro skater 2 was a thing oh okay so you got it like late yeah oh that's, that's but, what you were saying where it was like you were always like one generation behind i guess yeah or like a couple of game series behind but all i know is like once i once i like heard the soundtrack i was like sold and not just that but like skateboarding especially because the like the late 90s and early 2000s was all about like doing rad shit you know like 
that was like the thing <laughs> yeah. uh, i i i forgot what movie i saw but it made me want to like learn how to skateboard and then like i saw this um then i saw the video game like on that demo disc and i was like oh this is cool and then i was like well i hurt myself riding a skateboard but this is nice so <laughs> i just got st- <laughs> not really stuck with it but like I, yeah i uh i started playing like tony hawk's pro skater and uh like i don't know like the the soundtrack itself like for sure probably helped change like my music taste <laughs> yeah for sure like me as an impressionable teen whenever i fucking <laughs> heard that fucking soundtrack i was like this is unlike anything i've ever heard <laughs> this yeah is like well, i'm gonna come up to this yeah it was, it was literally music i had never heard before and probably would have never heard if it wasn't for this video game and like I, yeah I, like I, that uh, that and crazy taxi because like to me crazy taxi like it was also like kind of like like punk and shit like pop punk i guess because mm-hmm. it, was, it was like by the, the soundtrack for that was like the offspring and like bad religion and shit too mm-hmm. so it was like i don't know that's that, that was like very like late late 90s thing yeah when did um when did jet set radio come out the first one around that time i think like 19 1991 well, i think it was like it was, a dreamcast it was on the title. dreamcast right yeah it was the first one was for the dreamcast and then future was for the xbox yeah okay yeah so it was about that time because yeah. uh I know I saw it like on the Xbox. I'm like sidebarring a bit, but like uh, yeah, I know I saw it on the Xbox, but like I wasn't sure like when it came out. Yeah, the the yeah. The, the one for the original Xbox Future that's my favorite one in the series, and that's like that made a big fucking impression on me too. Um, mm-hmm. I won't add it to like my list of games, but it's like yeah, it was it was I don't, it was just so fucking stylish and so like different and out there, and that's something like I feel like Sega games have. Like, whenever... I was I was talking about it earlier, about PSO2, and it was like, man, this game's very Sega. I don't know what... I don't know <laughs> what it is about Sega games. But, and, I, like, Yakuza feels that way, too, where it's like, oh, yeah, I could feel, like, the fucking Sega identity on this. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. It's it, weird. It, it, it's not like a... It's not like a... It's almost like a jank, but not, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's, it's like... It's like treading the line between jank and stylish, and it's so yeah. weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> It's it's hard to describe. Like you'll know, like if you played a lot of Sega games, it's like, oh, this game's yeah, like for a sure. Sega game. <laughs> it's, like, it's strange. <laughs> it's, it's funny because that's also like such a weird thing to say. It's just it's, you, mm-hmm. you'll know if you play it. Enough, <laughs> you'll it's like if you played you know. it enough, you'll know. Like I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What uh? What's your fourth one? Or like your? I mean, your second. Uh, uh another second one game. that like really like drove it home for me was like Wind Waker. Uh, I don't remember if. If I talked about it, like I'm pretty sure this is gonna be like the our worst podcast because we <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a recap episode. Yeah, the recap episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's the title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm down. <laughs> uh, uh, Wind Waker because um, like back then I had a GameCube, but I only had like two games, which is Call of Duty Big Red One, which I played to shit, mm-hmm. and. Um, legend of zelda wind waker and i i got bored of playing like the call of duty game like i would play it on the hardest difficulty and i would like beat it like hella quick and i was like man this isn't fun (laughs) then fine finally i don't know what led me to get the game i think i just like rented it and never gave it back or i bought it or something Uh, but i finally managed to get like a legend of zelda game like wind waker because i remember i remember enjoying like ocarina of time and uh, I never got to play Majora's Mask. To this day, I still haven't, like, beat Majora's Mask, which is mm-hmm. strange to me. But um, 
I remember playing Ocarina and I loved it. I never got to beat it because I never owned a 64. Like my cousins were the one that owned it. The same cousins yeah. that I mentioned that were like godlike a Mortal Kombat, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the Mortal Kombat relative. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're, they're the ones that had the 64 and uh, I would play games with them like at their house. And mm-hmm. They had uh, Legend of Zelda and I was like, well, hey, like I'm sleeping over. Can I can I play this game? They're like, yeah, we have a bedtime. And I was like, ha, losers. I mean, I didn't say that right. But like, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I felt because, like, my mom yeah. was really lenient with, like, my bedtime. Yeah. So I stayed up and I, like, I played the hell out of Orcarina. And I got, like, as far I got as far as I could. And uh, I unfortunately never, like, beat it when I was with them. I managed to beat it later, but it was a hot minute later. Yeah, no, to, to but, a lot of people, to a lot of people, Ocarina, like, might be considered, like, one of the best games of all time. It's like, mm-hmm. I think it's, like, well-deserved. Um, I played it like really late in my life, and it didn't make that much of an impression on me. But like, if you see it, if you do, if you put it in context, right? Like at the time yeah. that it came out, like that shit was a fucking impressive, <laughs> top yeah. of the line, like high end. Yeah, that's never been done before. Like, really big world that was. Yeah, that's like an great. actual fucking like the the best. Uh, you can best Zelda an adventure, yeah. Ever. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a good example of going from like 2D to 3D too, because uh, yeah, because like yeah, because everybody was watching. Man, Nintendo was like on that shit because everybody was watching the fucking the jump yeah. 3D. A lot of people were. Yeah, and uh, surprisingly enough, they managed to do really good by Ocarina, and I give them mad props for that because mm-hmm. the 64 was like the time that the one of one of those uh, the renaissance eras that i'll that i'll say where everybody was just trying shit because nobody knew how to code for 3d just yet yeah for sure uh, so that was that was cool but so that started my love of uh, the legend of zelda series mm-hmm. and i was like hey cool like when legend of zelda game awesome wind waker uh sure why not and like i popped it in and i, I fell in love instantly like the <laughs> visuals uh the the music too like oh man the island songs like ah jesus like just having flashbacks makes me remember how much i love that game (laughs) like all of the the puzzles were never really like that hard or complicated compared to like previous water temples (laughs) i should say but it was overall like a nice fun solid game like especially for a kid like it wasn't too overly challenging and it wasn't like necessarily yeah if you could read like you got it and even then, like back in the day, like because I know my friends played it, uh, and I, we lived in Mexico, so a lot of it, like we just had to, like struggle with it. <laughs> we just had to like fucking ask every fucking NPC or like fucking try a lot just to, like get through like certain sections, but just because we couldn't fucking read English. But like it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it was. It was y'all did one. it, and um, so yeah, that was one of the only two games on GameCube I had, and I had already played and beat like all the PlayStation games. At oh, the time. so you played the the Master Quest version then, the like Wind Waker. Oh no! Like the the I thought you were talking about Ocarina of Time, like the, the no, remake or whatever. Oh, you actually played it on sixty four then? The yeah, the Ocarina one I played on sixty four. Oh okay okay. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so I I lo- I fell in love with like everything, the art style, the like Link's facial expressions, hmm. like the whole little sister thing going to save her. Wind Waker is like, a really charming game. Like it's yeah, really, it's, it's really really cool the grandma like you can mm-hmm. you can go back to the island and stock up on grandma's soup and that thing like fulfills your yeah. health like it's the best potion in the game uh, and then because it was one of like only a small handful of games that i had like i played that game to shit like i told you before i don't remember on 
yeah. if on podcast or not, but like I beat that game like six times now. No, you know the game like front and back, yeah. You yeah. even played it on my fucking Wii U last time whenever I Yeah, whenever that, I that was that was my sixth time and like my <laughs> <Yeah>. last time. <laughs> like like I Too think much I even already. openly said it, like all right, this yeah. is the last time I'm playing this game, there's a hard mode, like I'm I'm in it. Like yeah. there's a hero mode. Maybe you'll play uh, when you're fifty. <laughs> It, it made me laugh because like of all like the random secret stuff that like i remembered mm-hmm. i was like oh okay let me just do this like thing real quick i got like grandma's hidden money under the house and you're like what the fuck i didn't know that was <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah it's like easy money yeah, comparably that that was my first time playing the game so i was like oh, yeah. shit, what the fuck <laughs> so much little secrets yeah there's a whole bunch of nice little secrets like i was never into speed running right i mm-hmm. i'm like i go into like autist autism mode when i play like certain games like uh yakuza wind waker like i i want to complete everything like i'll i'll walk up and down like every single thing like i won't look anything up that's my biggest downfall like i don't look anything up Mm -hmm. like i try and like complete it to the best of my own ability and that gives me like a really good sense of accomplishment like yeah like i did all of this without looking it up fuck yeah like i don't know it just it feels great (laughs) and i got that i think because i played wind waker since i was a kid like i i beat it like twice and i hundred percented it like three more times just because i was bored mm-hmm. and it was like a fun game to play and then again like when it hd edition came out i was like ah fuck man i don't want to play it again the bloom looks terrible like it's overly <laughs> bright like, yeah. and then i was like hero mode oh yo real shit all right i'm playing it one last time for the hard mode and i only died like once like, it was a st- it was a nice experience overall. Like going back to revisit it with like better graphics for some reason, brighter bloom. But like, <laughs> besides, yeah, that, no, that game still looks fucking good. Yeah, it, it looks good and it's still charming in my opinion. Like, any any it, anything that's like fucking I guess like cel shaded because everything that wasn't going for like photorealism at mm-hmm. the time, like because photo photorealism from back then now it looks like shit. But like yeah. something that's like super stylized, it, it still holds up. But like now it looks fucking great. Yeah, like the um, the Resident Evil games for the GameCube look pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like a side thing. <laughs> that's like another thing. Yeah. Uh, another game that made an impact on me. I talked about it on during the Christian podcast. Was like Metal Gear, mm-hmm. uh, because of one. literally all the things that I said. Like, it was it was the first game that actually blew my mind with like the AI with the the story the psycho mantis like i i was a stupid kid i i dead ass turned off my playstation thinking that like <laughs> yeah you're like it was fucking getting haunted or some shit yeah because yeah. there's uh, that Turn part in psycho mantis off. where it says like hideo yeah yeah and it's like in little green letters well I just <laughs> you, so your tv that... was fucking your, your tv happened to have green letters <laughs> yes my yeah. tv just so happened to be a crtv and when um because I would turn on the TV before I would turn on the PlayStation, and the video sign was right there where Hideo was. Uh-huh. So it, all the stuff just like aligned to like blow That's my great. mind even further. That's awesome. And then um, the whole like, oh, you like to play Castlevania? It's like, dude, what? Like, the, <laughs> how'd you know? <laughs> it was it was so cool. Yeah. Guy. Your first like your first like fourth wall breaking experience, I guess. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, first wall breaking awesome. experience, my first fourth wall breaking experience in a video game ever was metal gear and uh i went back and played it again and it still holds up extremely well like surprisingly well like sure the graphics are outdated but gameplay itself is still like phenomenal Mm -hmm. um 
and i really enjoyed it like uh, down to like the music the codec talks the fact that it was i, I think it would it was cited as the one of the first if not the first uh to go for se very serious voice acting because mm -hmm. you know how like before it, it was like really cheesy serious yeah. um, metal gear was like the first one to have like 100 serious voice acting and people thought that uh, that was gonna tank. They're like, no one's gonna want serious voice acting in video games. <laughs> it so, revolutionized like, ev everybody. The whole thing. Yeah. yeah, and it revolutionized gaming. And so like everybody changed their names. They put like a pseudonym, except mm -hmm. for David Hayter, which is why he's also so like lovingly remembered as like the voice of Solid Snake. Mm -hmm. um, well, one of the reasons, right? Other than the fact that he did a, an amazing job of it. <laughs> it's really iconic. Yeah. So I, I thought that was like pretty cool that like no everybody was like nah man this thing's gonna suck like who wants a serious video game mm -hmm. like change my name I don't want to be a part of this yeah it depends yeah. on like the company too because like uh, maybe that was like a like a Konami thing as well because I know uh, I know for a fact like on the older Castlevania games the, like the 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 NES ones the reason mm -hmm. why the credits is all like weird fucking like spooky names like like Bram Stoker and shit or like just like random mm -hmm. I, I forgot what the names were but they're, they're like joke names. Yeah. It's because uh, the 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 sentiment was going on in the company where it's like, I'm pretty sure like the 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 devs didn't agree with it, but it was like, oh, like it's it's the company's game, it's not your game. You know what I mean? Like it's like it, you do it for the company, like that, like to lower the sense of individualism, I guess. <laughs> like I don't, <laughs> yeah. But that sucks. I'm glad people are getting recognized for the work now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, another one that I absolutely adored, I. I both hate and love my cousin. He's the one that like basically turned me into a weeb. <laughs> He's the he showed me Dynasty Warriors three and Onimusha. Oh boy! Uh, but like <laughs> Dynasty, I played a lot more Dynasty Warriors three, mm -hmm. and I fell in love with that game. That was like my first ever like Warriors game. Mm -hmm. And to be fair, like the first two weren't like weren't Warriors games yet. Like they weren't the what we know and love. Yeah, I think I think one of them was like a chess game. And another one really? was just like was a fighter. I want to say like I could Three be wrong. Warriors but... one. Let's see. What oh, the fuck? Probably... It is a fighting game. It's, yeah, <laughs> uh, Dynasty Warriors one and I think two. What uh, the? <laughs> were like completely different. I didn't know this. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, yeah it, <laughs> Dynasty Warriors two is already kind of like a Musou game, but I guess like three it was. It's like what evolved into like our conventional. Musou game, yeah. Three is uh, like what the three is what where the formula was like. This is it. This is a Musou yeah. Game. Two two was like their experimentation, and then three is yeah. like, all right, this is it. Yeah. And uh, three crazy. three really shown with um, like well the graphics at the time, like having so many enemies on screen that you can like kick their ass, like that mm -hmm. was sick. Um, the another thing that was cool that I found out later, which made me love the game more, was that the games are were based or are based on like real battles that actually happened in like um in in china right like and that that like blew my mind and i was especially finding out about like guan yu and lu bu like are you telling me like lu bu was like this badass of a fucking dude like cutting through the battlefield he was like the hardest fight in dynasty warriors 3 um and th that's why he's known as like one of like the hardest dudes is because of dynasty warriors 3 like, <laughs> yeah he was literally like hella overpowered so you're supposed to avoid him. He's like an optional boss that you don't. You're not supposed yeah, to fucking fight him. The only way you're supposed to beat him is you have to be like level 99. You had to be max level for you to put up a fight. Like it was, it was insane. And then uh, Guan Yu again, like 
forever that man's will forever have my respect for being a normal dude and becoming a deity of war <laughs> like how badass do you have to be how cool of a guy do you have to be for that to happen and uh that dynasty warriors 3 spawned my love of just muso games in general like they're nice mindless fun you just wave after wave of, of bad guys like hack and slash like, i i freaking love those games the music was cool too like i will for like i, I mentioned it before too like all of the whoever does this the music for like all of the muso games yeah like, <laughs> okay, omega, omega, omega force that's what it's called yeah Wu the force, you, omega yeah, that, force yeah <laughs> That guy deserves like every award possible, like every single time. <laughs> um, and then another game which uh, definitely impacted my childhood, like more more my my more childlike years compared to like uh, Metal Gear, where I was like, like nine or ten, uh-huh. was uh, Pokemon Crystal. Oh, now, not fun- Yellow. Funnily enough, I played Crystal before I played Pokemon Yellow. What the fuck? <laughs> Damn. Okay. Yeah. Pokemon Crystal was the only one, the only Pokemon, or the only game, like, from my childhood that I managed to get on launch. Oh, damn. Um, so, that that was, like, straight from the box. Brand new game just came out. And uh, I was like, cool. I saw my friend playing, like, Pokemon Silver. Like, that was in Silver and Gold, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I got Crystal. And I managed to get lucky because little did I know that, like, Crystal had basically both Silver and Gold and then, like, extra stuff. Yeah, it's the definitive edition of it. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And also, like, just look at that, like, game cartridge. Like, that's so <laughs> of the time. Yeah, the shiny. Like, I love it so much. Yeah. Man, I, I, I miss that. I miss fucking, like, see-through electronics. Me too. I don't know why. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know it's, if it's, it's not considered aesthetic anymore or something. I think it looks fucking cool, but. I, I think it does, too. Like, and, and I, I still stand freaking, uh, like, see-through tech. like it it brings it brings me back to well one back to my childhood but also Mm -hmm. like back to like beige tech yeah (laughs) uh, but the the only thing i like more than see-through tech is beige tech like (laughs) straight up beige tech or like those fucking those uh the 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 slick black with bunch of buttons Mm kind of tech like that's my favorite part but yeah and then um i think my first starter i was i was always um or not always I, my first starter was for alligator, like the, the water alligator dude. Mm-hmm. Like Totodile? Totodile, yeah. My bad. Yeah, yeah. For alligator is like the final of all form. Yeah. It's been a minute. Oh, bad. okay, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, like, I just remember playing through that game, like, ah, man, that, that was that was a good time. Like, like I said, like, I got it when it first came out. It came out in 2000. Yeah, for alligator. So I was like, I was like six. Mm-hmm. Six or like five. Yeah, six. So I, I played the hell out of that game too, like beat it and everything. And then finally I was like, oh, cool. Pokemon Yellow's like the like the cartoon on TV. I want that one. <laughs> yeah. Found it at the flea market, like managed to get it. Nice. But Were you able Crystal, to like wrap around your head around like the concept of an RPG like back in the day? Because I know like for some reason, like to me, it just makes made sense, right? Like whenever as soon as I started oh, yeah. playing, it's, it was like, oh, yeah, you know, like you're... You both have lives, and you're like choosing your attacks, just like the show, right? I guess, yeah, I guess because there was a show, like you could tell you yeah, had to like the, take the, turns. The show and, definitely, definitely yeah. helped with that like aspect. I totally didn't uh, put two and two together until right now. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that helped was, um, like in game, it's like, oh, dark is weak against light. Like, there's like little things here, and I would just like read like everything. 
Mm-hmm. Like I would, I would catch all the Pokemon and like I would read everything. Right. Like, like especially when I was a kid was when I was most like in depth of like going everywhere mm-hmm. and like reading everything, talking to everyone. Um, but yeah, man, like that, like Suicune, <laughs> the <laughs> legendary dogs come out in that one. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the music and then that that's what started me from on my uh, my Pokemon campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's why that means a lot to me was because it it started like my Pokemon like I I ended up liking Pokemon Yellow more that's because like oh like uh, you can get Pikachu Charmander Bulbasaur you can get all of Ash's team right and I was like a big fanboy so I was like yeah, yeah. also Lavender Town was a oh. sick song <laughs> the spooky but, mm-hmm. yeah those are those are my five games that like had like a major impact on my childhood do you re- do you remember being like uh, like do you remember noticing that you couldn't do as many things in yellow as you could in crystal or like where you're like, yeah, hey, and game. I didn't mind that because uh-huh. like I, I, I was a smart kid. Like I was like, oh, this game came out before. Oh, so, so you knew you already knew. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's cool. Like, I, I had the I had like a sense of knowledge and stuff because uh, again, like I like because I would get games late, like I already knew like, OK, Amazing. this is this is old shit like this is. This uh, isn't like the best stuff because I would see like the commercials for the newer ones, right? Mm-hmm. So I already had like an understanding of like this okay, isn't the latest. Yeah, yeah, this That's isn't cool. the latest. This is uh, this is the the old hotness, but it was the old hotness, and I'm gonna play the old hotness. Like, <laughs> cool, cool. Because it's still hotness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That happened. Uh, that happened a lot, which is which is why like I didn't I didn't mind like mm-hmm. getting all the games old because deep down I. Not deep down, right? But like, I still knew that the games that I was getting were still good games mm-hmm. because I had played them like at a friend's house or I had seen them somewhere. So I, I really didn't mind because, again, at least they were all what I knew to be good games. Mm-hmm. So that was that's cool. What are what are your five that Let's like, say impacted you the most growing formative up? Formative games, formative games growing up. Because it's like it's not necessarily favorite games now, but like. Mm-hmm. Mm, I know, like the okay. This is like one of, I guess, one of the first, not the not the first table, the first game I've ever played, but one of the first ones. Um, it's called TFX for the MS DOS. If you look up, if if you look up uh, screenshots of it right now, it it will a- it will answer a lot of fucking questions <laughs> about like who I am right now. Uh, go look it up. Yep, yeah. there it is. <laughs> TFX. Yep, <laughs> it's a it's a flight sim. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a tactical flight sim. It's uh, like I, even like back then when I was little. For some reason, okay. So my dad was a big like World War Two uh, nerd, right? So like he would like always watch documentaries. You know, always be like watching movies about war and everything. Like war was like a like a thing he liked. So I guess like and he would. I don't know. I guess like by like encyclopedia, like CD ROM sort of, and he'll like read them. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's cool. yeah. So I guess like from there, I don't I don't know why how one thing led to another, but I started like I just thought like hey, like planes are cool <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> so like and because my dad was uh, really like the reason we had like tech and computers in my in, in my house is because my mom was a techie, but like my dad always wanted to have like the new thing, right? He was like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. fucking money, like let me ha- let me have the most. The newest surprise, like I said, he had a he had a Walkman Gen One, and he had like a fucking like a Windows ninety five computer like during ninety five like that stuff. <laughs> so I got to so I got yeah so like my I, I got really lucky because my first uh, I guess my first gaming experience was on PC. Mm-hmm. 
uh which is like at first i kind of like didn't like when i was a kid didn't like it because like all my friends would talk about like these video games and i'm like oh man i wish i had like a fucking super nintendo or genesis like i can't i'm playing all these games that nobody fucking knows right <laughs> but uh yeah i got to play tfx and uh it it it, it plays it played like a like a real Fun- neighbor flight sim <laughs> as much as you can F- make it funnily like enough like uh I, w- I actually wanted to ask, like, so what was, like, the first game you played that got you into planes? But, like, this answer is that. Yeah, it's this. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely this. This was fucking cool. And and, and then my dad had a lot of, like, other flight sims or whatever, but, like, none of them were as cool as this one. Even mm-hmm. even if you watch videos, like, it was fucking impressive at the time. Like, it was, it was made in 1993, and it's all, like... If you yeah, can imagine, if you can imagine how Star Fox on the on the Super Nintendo looked like back then, but like on crack, like it looked fucking because <laughs> it, it was like using like the power of a PC, so it looked yeah, it looked super amazing. Uh, like you couldn't even you couldn't even tell it was two D, right? Like it was like actual fucking three D graphic as 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 three D as as three D as, as, as you can make it, yeah. So it was pretty dope, and that's how I learned a lot of like fucking like concepts of um, that pertain to like. Um, so like jets, like a lot of like the whole process that goes into like taking off and putting your landing gear up and like dogfighting, like trying to like fucking turn around a guy and like get him behind him, or like the concept of a missile locking on onto something. Like I learned that all that back then <laughs> because That's of this cool. stupid game. So it's something that I just like. It's cool that I. It's something that I never stopped liking. Right, and now I didn't get into. Funny enough, whenever I played Ace Combat, I was like, why the fuck do they have 99 missiles? Like, that shit's <laughs> fucking unrealistic as hell. But uh, I ended up uh, enjoying Ace Combat, like, because of that, because of TFX and other games like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so how would you compare TFX to um, that Star Wars flight sim? Um, it depends. I which one that you liked. Yeah, because what is it like? I think uh, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, that came out, like, yeah, way yeah. later. But but the thing is like it, they're both cool in their own right because like one's yeah, like real planes yeah one's, yeah exactly one's real planes and one's like uh, like actual fucking spaceships yeah. or whatever. What I like about it though is like you don't see like um how do I say it like because simulation games back then they weren't like fully simulations either right they were like okay yeah, there's still like there's, there's still like the fun aspect of it right it was the- ar- arcade sim in a way right yeah it was like simulations but like limited to the technology of its time exactly and not, not only that but like they still had like i guess like the game also, design in yo, mind that's sick so like sorry i uh i put on like a little video and it's showing like the missile like launch and <laughs> yeah. it goes from like the missile to like uh the missile's viewpoint and it shows like all green and it's like this is this is yeah really, <laughs> like good really good for, for like 1993, 1993. holy yeah. shit yeah that went deep like it's fucking sick i'm pretty sure i would be able to enjoy it even now <laughs> but uh fucking what was I going to say? Sorry. It's um, okay. Um, damn, I forgot. <laughs> but it's okay. Um, I forgot what my next game is. Or like, a, I'm trying to think of what my next game is. Mm. You're going on a rant about like the TIE Fighter one. And oh, yeah, yeah. What is the uh, TIE Fighter 6? Oh, yeah, Milsims. Okay, like... So, so, like, fucking, like, uh, simulations games... Simulation games back then also had the... They still had, like fun and game design in mind right like you were making a game you weren't making a simulator mm-hmm. now that concept is that now it's either like if you're playing a plane game you're either playing like fully arcade like you're playing like just no semblance in reality at all or you're playing like full sim that it's like okay yeah. it's like you're fucking driving a plane in real life like there's no sense of like middle ground and like out of games like that i think like ace combat is like one of the last surviving games like that and even though even then that leans a little bit more into like an arcadey side 
But I feel like I would love to see a game like fucking... I think like Elite Dangerous is the one that like comes the most closest. But I would love to see like a X-Wing versus TIE Fighter like remake now with all the fucking... All the shit that PC games can do now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that would be freaking sick. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that would be really sick. Yeah. I don't know. Disney, get on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing... the I guess the thing that got me into fighting is because like I... I did play Street Fighter 2 and like fucking um, Mortal Kombat like really early in my life. And it was like, I thought I thought they were cool, but they didn't like get me into into fighting them. So what I thought mm-hmm. was the coolest shit ever. And I was like, you know what? This is something that I really went into is when I saw like, I think it's KOF 2000. Uh, KOF 2000, I think it was new at the time. And I saw like my fucking, that's when I started like it's going to the arcade in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And uh, my cousins like introduced me to it. Like they were always play, and like they're always they were really really good at it. And I'm like, I don't know for some reason the concept of like being good at the game and like beating up other people. Like this game had like a million <laughs> fucking characters, and they all look cool, and you have to pick three of them, <laughs> and you have to be good at it. I don't know. It's just something about the concept just like like piqued my attention. I was like, mm-hmm. this is really cool. I want to I want to learn how to play this, and I didn't learn until like way way later. I was like a scrub for like the longest time. I remember, like, um, for one of my birthdays, like, once I, once I got my, my original Xbox for one of my birthdays, I got the port of uh, KOF 2002, and I was, like, the happiest kid ever. I was like, fuck yeah, like, I don't have to, like, go to arcades anymore. I can just fucking play this at home and get good at it. And uh, I didn't get good at it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it but it was great. Something about... K- yeah, KOF is what, um, what, finally, what finally, like, showed me the, the magic of fighting games and, what, like, how cool they can be, I guess. Like the, 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 what's it called? Like, uh, seeing like a combo system in action or like how to fuck, how, like, how blocking is actually important or like the, the actual mind game that goes into the fighting game and not it, not just that being some button masher. Yeah. Shit happening on the screen. But it's, it's like once you stop mashing buttons and start learning that buttons do things, it's like, yeah. It's exactly. Yeah. Cause at first, like, what is it? When I was a kid, I thought, like, oh, you just know, you just know the moves. If you can do the moves, mm-hmm. like, you're king. But it's like whenever I would see my cousins play King of Fighters, I was like, okay, there's a lot more that goes into it. Like I started saying, like, okay, it's combos. space. Yeah, spacing and safe combos are a big deal. Like there's a reason why they both of them both of them know how to do the moves, but they're still having a fight. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 So that was, that was <laughs> really cool. That. That, was, that was me in like Mortal Kombat. Was, uh, I think Mortal Kombat was, if you're not counting the wrestling games, I think Mortal Kombat was like my first fighting game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I won't count wrestling games. Those are a thing. <laughs> those are wrestling games. Yeah, yeah those yeah. are wrestling games. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Mortal Kombat was definitely like my first one, and like I, I remember like just how do you do the moves? Like just trying to figure out the moves, and like you said, it's like moves. Once you knew the moves, you were king. Yeah. But then after that, it's just like nope, never mind. Like I'm trash. Like <laughs> yeah, because no, there was there was <laughs> one of my uncles. Like whenever we would play Street Fighter Two, he he knew how to do Psycho Crusher. And we didn't know how to block, so he would just like do Psycho Crusher from like screen, like from one side to the other, one side to the other, and we were like, "Oh, this is broken." <laughs> like yeah, back I before that, yeah, stuff like that. Okay. I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> you were totally there. But uh, what else? Mm, so the third game, okay. When I, hmm, I'm trying to think, because like even when I had my Genesis, like. I still didn't know like what a good game was. I was like, oh fucking, I had come upon this game. I was still like, I was still play like, just whatever. Like I will play sports games or I will play like racing games. And it's like, oh, it's just just video game. We play video game. 
Um, but when I got a, uh, when I got my Dreamcast, and uh, this was like after Sonic Adventure One, um, when I finally realized that I could just go to the fucking flea market and just buy bootlegs, and I didn't even need like a, <laughs> I, I, I didn't even need to like mod my my console or anything. You could just play them like as long as you had a boot disc, and I fucking. Just like bootleg copies, I just started fucking burning games for free. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, I played Sonic Adventure Two. It was mm. fucking the hypest shit ever as a kid. <laughs> I was like, what? I, I was bet. like, what? Like ten or eleven years old? I don't know, man. It was like fucking. I was really, really into Sonic already because I had played like Sonic One and Two and like Three and Knuckles or whatever. I was like a Sonic fan. Like yeah. Sonic Sonic Adventure Two was like the culmination of. It was like the this is it. <laughs> like this fucking game is like nothing fucking. It beat came it. out in uh, it came out in oh one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it was around oh one then. But uh, yeah, I was like, man, like it was one of the first games that I played that were like that was like in sixty FPS too. So I was like, man, this mm-hmm. game is so fast, you know? Because like <laughs> even even Sonic Adventure Sonic Adventure one ran at at thirty FPS, so like it didn't even feel like that way. And then the it. it I feel like it really was showcasing like the power of the Dreamcast at the time because like uh-huh. back then it was competing with the PS1 and the N64 and those games still had like that the, you, you still had like the jaggedy edges and like the fucking you know like that that, that pixely 3D art style yeah. like that the PS1 has uh, but when I saw fucking Sonic and all his fucking 3D glory running at 60fps <laughs> like voice act like fucking talking voice to acting, people yeah. yeah and the voice acting was fucking terrible but the thing is i had no idea how fucking terrible it really was because i only knew spanish so it was just fucking oh. ju- it was gibberish to me i thought it was like he was just saying cool things you, okay you know how japanese people something will say like like english things and it's like they, they'll just add english things to their things yeah, just because they like sound cool text. it's like yeah like cool extreme or like mm-hmm. fucking hunter g or whatever like they would yeah. just fucking say <laughs> random shit uh that was me like hearing english as a spanish speaker i was like yeah this is cool he's saying cool things <laughs> little did i know yeah uh but yeah I, well just... i mean to i'd say it's like appropriate voice acting of the time because <laughs> a lot of voice acting of the time was like yeah it was bad pretty fucking bad but uh i i will i will give it it did keep its like cartoon style so it fit mm-hmm. it still fits really well with yeah. like the world um <clears throat> but yeah just the the the, 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 and at, at, at that time, I, at that time, I didn't, I couldn't differentiate like good game design to like bad game design. But like that game has a lot of fucking merit. Like, first of all, the soundtrack's fucking sick. Yeah. And uh, yeah, second of all, like the the just the levels are really well made and everything. They're just not only for the time, but I feel like even going back to it, like it's yeah. Like I went, like I I played Sonic Adventure two fairly fairly recently. Mm-hmm. I mean, and by like fairly recently, I mean like maybe when I was in high school. Yeah which is like you know comparison to when it first came out and i still like i actually i enjoyed it like aside from you know the the voice acting. <laughs> yeah the usual and it, it has like all the problems that the sonic games has yeah like the voice acting like the story's whack and then the fucking the, the camera it was before people like figured out camera controls i guess mm-hmm. yeah so uh, sometimes the camera would be whack yeah other games were already doing proper camera controls but like yeah in sonic like the camera like if you try to fight the camera like you're not gonna have a good time you just yep. have to like let it do <laughs> <laughs> you just have to let it go just whatever it wants yeah but, like, and it, but and other I, than those I, like minor that, gripes yeah and it was on purpose like the thing is the camera would hide the secrets from you right so it's like mm-hmm. the, it, it was about you trying to like go places where the camera wasn't pointing at that's how you found the secrets in that game but like now that's considered a bad game design you know what i mean because it's like why would you obfuscate mm-hmm. things from the player like that but uh yeah no that's something i went to like it, it it did a lot <laughs> did a lot for me back then <laughs> Mm. I'm trying to think of two other ones because that would be 
jumping around, I guess. Um, when did you when did you play Nocturne and Ace Combat? Those are the only other games that yeah, I yeah. That, like you absolutely love. Because <laughs> I know. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I'll, I guess I'll, I'll talk about SMT. I guess because this, this was already like in high school, and I like I guess I didn't know like what I, I still wasn't like because I I like games right, but I was I didn't get into actually like look researching and like looking up like the game industry industry and like I didn't I didn't know I couldn't differentiate still like a good game from a bad game. I mean I could tell like I don't like this game and I like this game, but I couldn't. Yeah, I didn't have the knowledge that I do now. I guess, but. um I forgot. I, I think I, I would see. I saw. Uh, what was it? it? It was like a random YouTube video. Somehow I come. I came across it. I came across a cutscene in Persona Three, and I, it was the it was the cutscene where fucking the the main character first summons his persona and like Yukari's freaking out and she's gonna like shoot herself and it, it looked like oh, she was yeah. gonna shoot herself. Right? And I was like, this is so weird. Like, what the fuck is going on? I'm intrigued. <laughs> like, I want to know what this game is about because it's it's so out there, right? It's like fucking kids like shooting each other in the head. Like, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, so and then I looked up gameplay and I was like, it was the most fucking stylish JRPG I've ever seen in my entire life. I was like, man, the music, the menus, everything this is so fucking unique, right? It was like my first experience mm-hmm. in like seeing SMT at the time. Um, so I don't know. I was like, I gotta fucking play this game, and I think I, I was. Uh, I talked to Mikey about it. I sent him the video, like, yo, this fucking game looks cool, and he was like, oh shit, you know what? Like, I'm ordering it, or like, I, I he, <laughs> he he got it afterwards because I remember him telling me, like, yo, you remember that fucking game, Persona? Like, I got it, and it's really fucking cool. And I was like, dude, you gotta fucking lend it to me when you're done. And I was like, yeah, I will. Don't worry. So I think after he finished it, uh, I don't know if he finished it or like he he like uh, played it for like a good while. He lent me his like the fucking. He lent me his PS2 with a couple of games. I think he lent me... Yeah, he lent me his PS2 with Persona 3, which he had played. And I think... Uh, uh, Katamari. Katamari Damacy. Which, that <laughs> yeah. game was fucking sick. That was my first yeah. fucking... Um, for range that game. Like, Mikey was already pretty, like, knowledgeable when he came to games. Like, he was, like, in deep. Because I know, like... He... he I don't know why. I know, I know he has, like, relatives and uncles that were, like, deep into games. But I think, like, he also, like, made his own research and everything. But... That 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 I could tell I, I could point Persona Three as like the point where I finally was like you know what like video games are like my hobby right like this is like my the thing that I really really like like I don't like just games casually like I really really fucking like them. Mm-hmm. Um, Persona Three was like something that like unlike anything that I've ever seen before like it was super stylish the story was really cool like the it was my first foray into like an actual like dating sim I guess too like having being have. Building your friendships in the game and them having, like, effect in battle. Like, the whole, like, the duality of that game where, like, it was, like, your daytime was, like, your, your score life. And then your nighttime was, like, going into the dungeon. Like, that was that was so fucking sick to me. It was cool. And I had played JRPGs before, but, like, none of them, like, were to, like, that caliber. I felt like yeah. I felt like the game design was, like, fucking amazing. Because the, the battle system was actually pretty simple. Like, that was around the time where, like, I will see, like, the Final Fantasy games and, like, other fucking games go into super fucking intricate systems and like you had to like read up a guy to like play them and stuff like i felt like <laughs> smt was very like okay this is the, the the core system is super simple but it's about how punishing it is it's about how fucking ah uh, how do i say it like it, it's what it's what i talked about about um turn-based games back back in the day like i feel like a, a couple of podcasts ago how it's hmm, how do I say it? 
It's how much how much agency you have in the fight. Like you're not just fucking pressing A and fucking just in a sec. Pressing attack, 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 and like whittling down the HP. It's like you're not you're you're not being braided about it. You're actually thinking about it because one wrong move could like wipe your party out. And mm-hmm. I think it's that's some that's something that would keep me engaged. And that's something I hadn't felt engaged in a JRPG in like a long time until I fucking ran into Persona Three. And um, and I get uh, I, I I can't think of like another game right now that I could say that it's formative. So I'll just put uh, yeah I'll put Nocturne in there. Uh, like, cause I had seen, uh, back in the day before I even like played Persona 3, it was like years, years back. It was back when my, when I was still playing Halo, like my original Xbox, I would buy like game magazines, uh, just to like read them while I poop or like, well, take them to school and like read them or whatever. Cause I was, that, that was the thing to do back then. <laughs> That's how you got your game news. Mm-hmm. And, um, I saw this, uh, I saw this ad. It was when Nocturne Bailey came out and I saw this ad and it had like that art of like the Demi Fiend. Uh, being pulled by like the fucking the, the 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 demons of the apocalypse or whatever, like the, you saw like the fucking the, the like the Green Reaper and like the, the fucking the demon harlot or whatever, and you saw like the angels and the demons. And I was like, this looks fucking sick. <laughs> this looks fucking cool. And I was at the time, I was still like a like a little innocent boy. I was like still like I guess like Catholic or whatever. So this was really like, yo, this is like taboo almost, right? But it's like yeah. super interesting. Like, I want to fucking see what this game's about. Like, it's very it's about the apocalypse, right? At the, at the time, like. I wasn't uh, too well. Like I, I didn't, I hadn't consumed that much media that was like uh, after the end of times. You know what I mean? Or like kind of like post-apocalyptic shit. Like I had not seen anything. So for me, like that felt like a really original concept. Like oh, this game takes place like in the end of the world. Like that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, and the only reason I do that is because uh, that uh, that magazine also had a review for 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 Nocturne. Like not only did it had like that poster, it also had the review. So I was like, ah, oh, man, this game sounds really cool. Oh, I'm never, probably never going to get to play it. <laughs> uh, fast forward, like, years and years and years later. Um, I, I find out afterwards that, like, Persona 3 was related to that series of games. So I'm like, oh, shit, you know what? Like, I fucking love Persona 3. Let me finally give that game a try. Uh, and see if I enjoy it. And it turned out to be one of my favorite games of all time. Like, who knew that uh, that fucking really cool poster <laughs> that I saw, year, like, five years back was like, man, this game is fucking amazing. Um, yeah. featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry <laughs> featuring series. Dante from the Devil May Cry series yeah uh, I can't really say I can't really put into words how like what what's cool about Nocturne or what really makes it good at least not right now because my thoughts are like are all, all over the place so I just know like it's mm-hmm. SMT games have this sense of atmosphere that no other JRPGs have like it's not only because all of them are like about the apocalypse and all of them, all of them are about like the end of the world and stuff but like and a lot of them have like also like cyber cyberpunk themes to it, but like it's just it's, it's something really there's something really stylish about those games that I like. Yeah, no, it's, no, it's, the, yeah uh, the aesthetic. I, I like how, I like that you mentioned like Catholicism because it's almost Catholic, but like not really like that. Like you said, it, it has its own style that definitely distincts itself from other things. It's has to do with like the demons yeah yeah it it wasn't only like that was part of it like the the fact that it was kind of like taboo where it was like oh not only is not only are like angels from catholicism here like every religion is like represented here (laughs) like you're fucking collecting different deities and shit and you're fucking (laughs) fighting them i don't know i thought that was the the coolest thing ever like being able to like stand up to a deity like i had not seen something like that on a Mm -hmm. on another game i guess i thought it was really cool uh really cool in concept Little did I know that like other JRPGs were already doing it, but like, I feel like SNT executed it in a way that's really, really, that really cool. That made it stand out yeah. like, a lot more. 
and right, ever since then like i became like a hardcore smt fan like i've played almost all the fucking games yeah like, like I'm, I'm not a i'm not a big turn-based uh rpg guy but even even i respect uh like nocturne like, yeah and, I, and, and yeah and that was one of like i guess that was also like my foray into like hard games i guess because i guess like we all play like uh uh, games on like the SNES era and like fucking Super Nintendo, like Nintendo and like Genesis era, where they were just fucking hard, just because like they they they, they, had, they had to be long, right? <laughs> they had to be yeah. long, so like you know, as you beat it in fifteen minutes, so like it, they just made it hard. But I feel like uh, Nocturne was one of those because I mean Persona Three was already considered hard, but it was like man, if you thought Persona Three was hard, like Nocturne is the real deal. And, yeah, uh, I knew that going into it, but like I fucking I felt super accomplished when I finally did it. Like I just like drudged through it and like learned all the systems in and out. And yeah, you you got like all the endings too. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Yeah, most of them at least. Like I I didn't I didn't do the endings that were it, it was kind of like a repeating thing. I just like looked it up, but yeah, it but was. I, I know you got like the the true bad, true good. Yeah, the true demon ending sure. or whatever. Yeah, I know it's it's yeah. it's great. That game's that game's fucking amazing. I can probably go into it way more in another podcast once I fucking make my my notes on it <laughs> yeah but out of, out of the top of my head that's all i could say about it it's just really cool and it's it's definitely even though it was in high school it wasn't really like during my my younger years like i feel like that really uh, formed my 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 opinions on games yeah that's cool games are sick games are fun Fucking Mahjong, right? <laughs> Even now, Mahjong. Yeah, I've been playing. I've been playing nothing but fucking Mahjong this thing. I was, I was gonna, like, maybe I was maybe gonna continue Pathologic or like just start a new game. But like, I've just been trying to like rank up in Mahjong. Dude, same. Like, I that that's another thing that I've been doing that I didn't know I was gonna be doing. Was, like, playing <laughs> more Mahjong and trying to rank up. And yeah, I did like a couple of Mahjong streams, like short Mahjong streams for some reason. Yeah, they're funny. You did. I don't even. Up. I don't even know why I did them. I was just like <laughs> bored one night. Yeah. Like I got time. And God, dude, like, I love that game. I love and hate that game. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, for some reason, there's a lot of... I don't know, the, the, the depth of the game. I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I do now. Yeah, me either. And I'll, I'll, I'll still never forget, like, the, the time that you decided to teach us. We all went to the beach. <laughs> Ali brought, like, a million board games, but, like... We, yeah, we were, like, just like, nah, Mahjong. Man, Mahjong. Like, sorry. Like, <laughs> so yeah, sorry. it was like, after, like, the first few matches, it was like, yo... It's pretty cool, and it was, yeah. we, we weren't even playing for like points now. Or like we hardly even knew the rules. Like we were just like fucking doing like the the the, the standard like just hand by hand. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. fucking who wins this hand wins. And it was it was really cool. Yeah, it was it was a it was a good way to teach because mm-hmm. it's just like you don't you don't need to know points as long as you're doing the whole like melds in a pair. Like that's all you need. Like yeah, and I would and I would say like that game. I usually like to say like oh it's it's, it's uh, games are not that hard like they just seem complicated but once you like learn them you, you learn it but like i would say maybe mahjong is kind of like weird and hard to get into because like you need somebody to teach you i feel because For like sure. go, like going in going in and like trying to read up a guide or like watching like that three hour video by that one guy i, I feel like <laughs> there's still a lot of because it took me for fucking ever to learn how to actually play mahjong and even then like it, it i was i wasn't there like the, the game just has like a lot of fucking depth and it's re- like it has a lot of rules but like the rules is, are what like make the game and like your knowledge of the rules and how to like exploit them and how to like use them and how to read what the other guy is doing because of the rules is like what actually fucking makes the game. Mm-hmm. And and the thing is that's the thing like once you once you keep playing and once you start 
seeing how the rules interact with each other, it's like, man, this game is genius. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, because it, it seems at first it feels arbitrary, right? It's like, why would a Khan open up a Dora in the dead wall? Like, that's just so like disconnected. But it's like, no, like it's it's. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a risky move that you take to fucking do, or like you're you're drawing a, a tile from the dead wall, and like that's a, that's also a winning condition. Yeah. Like it's it's so sick, <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah, it's it's multi layered death. Like it's yeah, and that's yeah. what I like. I'm glad that I learned how to play Richi Mahjong first, which is like the the Japanese style, like the one that we play. Oh, dude, same. Yeah, as soon, as soon as you, because I remember you saying there's like oh there's like a couple different mahjong. There's like American, Chinese, and Richi. Mm-hmm. But Richi you can gamble, so we're learning Richi, and I was like sick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean you can gamble in like a lot of them too, but I feel like in, in mahjong mahjong, I mean like Richi enables uh, a lot more like. I guess like the gambling aspect of it, yeah, like the oh fuck, what's it gonna be like yeah, the, the, the risk, yeah. the risk taking aspect, which is like it's, like because the, the, what is it? The, the main difference is that from reaching Majong and the other ones is because Richie obviously has the the Richie like raining your hand and the Dora, and the Dora aspect alone just fucking increases. Like the mind games tenfold, if you. Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. dude. Like that <laughs> one of those one of those hands that I won that was just like freaking five Uridora, like Jesus. Yeah, exactly. It's... Like your 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 garbage ass hand that this guy didn't think was gonna be like a big thing. The Uradora immediately makes it like, oh fuck, you're, you just ate a Hanuman, you know? <laughs> yeah, like rip. It's great. So I was, so that's what prompted me. Like, you know what? I'm gonna like look up how to play like the other fucking modes right like i was like maybe like i, I know reach how to play reachy enough that i can maybe like branch out a little bit just in case i ever meet uh-huh. other people if in case i ever run into like old ladies that play like american mahjong i'm gonna learn it <laughs> and i came to the conclusion that american mahjong is fucking whack and it should just like <laughs> nobody should fucking learn american mahjong like I, I, chinese mahjong taiwanese mahjong and like fucking competitive competition rules there's those are fine because there's this is those still use the core elements of mahjong but like i feel like american is like so bastardized to the point where it's like it's not even the same game and it's not only that like i'm gonna go over into why that game should die because i'm usually i wouldn't say something like that about like (laughs) a game let alone mahjong right but it's like okay uh the biggest difference in gameplay is that american mahjong when you start you do this thing called the charleston which is like uh your starting hand you pick three tiles and you pass them around, right? You, you you essentially do like a little, like a weird mulligan among everybody in the, in the table. So essentially your starting hand is uh, it's going to be tweaked a little bit into like someone's favor, right? Like you, you mm-hmm. fucking, uh, right off the bat, you, like you can start like one Shantan or two Shantan if you play the, the Charleston, right? Essentially, right? But at the same time, you're also like getting information from like the other hands, which is like, that's kind of like a cool aspect, I guess. It feels like, Maybe like too big brain for me, <laughs> but it's I, I think it, 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 that's something really cool that it has. Uh, but uh, the the only, the thing that I don't like is that it's very reliant on jokers. Because uh, the thing is, the 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 big flaw in, in in American mahjong is that the every year the the Yaku list essentially the winning condition list gets updated by the National Mahjong League Association, apparently, or whatever the fuck they're called. It's this fucking, I guess, this group of old ladies that are, like, rule over everything. And it's like, they and they print out the card. And it's like, okay, you, you, you want to play Mahjong this year? You gotta buy the fucking card, or else you can't. And I'm like, usually that's not a big deal, right? But the thing is, they go ham on, like, copywriting that stuff. Like, if they see, like, uh, if, if there's a video of you explaining or, like, showing your, your the, the card that you bought, 
with the current Yaku, it's like, no, you can't do that. Like, you gotta fucking buy oh, it. Oh, what the fuck? You know what I mean? So it's like, what the fuck? Like, that's such a fucking draconic, weird thing. Like, I thought you wanted people to get into your game. Like, why are you fucking... It's, it's so it's so ass backwards. It's so weird. And it's like, yeah, every year the Yaku list changes and every year you gotta fucking do it. And, like, the Yakus are fucking lame, too. It's like, some of them require you to get, like, quadruplets or quintuplets of something. <laughs> and it's like, there's no... There's no Five, t- five, three months. You know what I mean? What the fuck am I gonna do? That's where the jokers come in. Like you have to, like, you have to make sure your hand has a joker so you can fucking make a quintuplet of a thing. Like it's, stupid. it's weird. It's it's fucking stupid. It's lame. And I, and it sucks because like, I feel like there's other elements of it that would be really cool. Like I'd say like the Charleston would be cool as a like as a house rule. Like we play fucking reach here or whatever or other stuff like that. But yeah, having to having to rely on like buying the card and whatever the fucking the the whatever the the mahjong overlords say it's current <laughs> now like you know like having to like relearn the whole game it's it's weird like it's it's just doesn't strike me like the, the right way like it, it just strikes me as like um yeah why it's like you know those people that are like let's say it, it, it's almost like a, like a drama thing okay let's say you're like in a discord server of like 10 people but like one guy is like starts feeling like they're super important because they're the admin and then they start making all these weird like arbitrary rules and it's like yeah like this is a my server you know what i mean like you guys are all, are all in my server that's how it feels <laughs> you know at that point it's like you're not doing it for the love of the game you're doing it because like your own headcanon clout you have it's strange and then like everybody everybody just has to kind of like conform to it and i don't know but yeah, there is that divide between like all the communities. Like they don't see American Mahjong and like real Mahjong because of that. I mean, can you blame them? Yeah, <laughs> like I I, 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 wouldn't. Like at that point, like after seeing that, I'm like, you know what? I had interest in learning, just like just in case. But like now, I'm like, you know what? I, I'm, <coughs> I'm good. Like I don't, I don't have to learn American Mahjong. Yeah, and you see it a lot. Like the apparently the general consensus is that it's uh, it's that game is slowly dying and having like um, less and less players because like. Because the, the the actual players are dying, you know what I mean? Like the, the old people that actually <laughs> still play people. that game, they're like facing out, Aww. and no new people want to learn that game because like because of that. Like other people, like our generation, rather learn like Ricci or like they rather mm-hmm. learn the the Asian aspects of it because they like they can recognize like the depth of the yeah the actual game. I guess I don't know. I don't know either. I'm still surprised. That, like, <laughs> it's, yeah, that, that, that's, that's the most like head ass shit that I heard. Like because I, I was down with with learning the weird rules and like using jokers and all that shit. But whenever it's like, oh no, you gotta buy the card and you can't look up the card online or like if you want to fucking even if you play on a on a on a, on a fucking American client or if, yeah even if you play on an online client for American Mahjong, you you either have to know or you have to like buy the card because like they won't give it to you because like they won't like give the copyright to the to, to the game companies right like it's stupid mm-hmm. <laughs> it's retarded that's uh, that's pretty fucked yeah i'm so glad yeah. we learned richie <laughs> yeah richie's where it's at for real and it, and i don't know it's just like that that's the general aesthetic to like richie that's all like i always whenever i think of like richie mahjong i always like imagine those fucking like those like rugged yakuza dudes playing in the fucking parlor like smelling like cigarette <laughs> smoke like that's that's the vibe i get with American Mahjong, I just see like fucking like grandma's gossiping, and I'm I ain't about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then with fucking with Chinese Mahjong, I just see fucking like uh, I guess just like hobos like playing it on the street or whatever. <laughs> like just with, <laughs> from, from what I see yeah. in the videos. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, I I wouldn't say it's elitism, but yeah, Richie Mahjong's what it's at. Man, I'd love to show up at like a random like 
Japanese family gathering and be like, oh, y'all play Mahjong. Let's, let's, <laughs> yeah, play. let's get it. I don't know. I maybe, like you get, cool. if maybe you get like a Japanese girlfriend or something or like one of your relatives <laughs> marries into a Japanese family. You can go and like fucking bop people. <laughs> just go flex. <laughs> just show up. Just like, go fuck up their grandma. Like, just like hey, what up? <laughs> uh, yeah, because that's, uh, that's initially why I wanted to learn American Mahjong because it would be cool. Like maybe one day, like go to like an yeah, event and it's like, I, hey, I honestly thought like, that too. Yeah. Be like, oh yeah, it'd be cool to like, oh, there's some old ladies here playing Mahjong. Like, let's let go. me just but join like, up. It's like, I, I could tell yeah. them like, hey, this is not the, the mode that I usually play, but like, I know how to play this. Let's get it. You know? Like, yeah, but nah, you can't even do that. Like, yeah. Uh, I've been playing uh, Helltaker. This game is like 15 minutes long. It's like super, super quick, <laughs> but it's, it's really cute. It's like, it's a free game on Steam, and it, it the the story is that you're this guy and you're going into hell because you want to make a harem out of demon girls and you're gonna <laughs> fucking just just get them. Uh, Hype. The gameplay, yeah, I'm sold. Right. <laughs> the game plays like a, <laughs> the game plays like a puzzle game. It plays like Sokoban if you ever like heard about that. Uh, you, you you have a certain set of moves, and then like you move you move blocks, and you fucking you try to make you get the keys, and you try to make it to where the demon girl is. And once you get there, you talk to her for a little bit. It's just like one decision, and it's like if you press yes or no, or like let's say it asks you like how do I say it? It's like oh, what are you doing in hell? Do you like to be tortured, huh? And it tells you like you got two <laughs> responses, and depending on what you pick, you either die and have to do the puzzle again, or like you get it and you advance to the next. Uh, the next area and it's really cool the art for it is, is is great it's a really stylish game you ever you know there's a you ever see games where it's like there's some games where it's like okay this guy is totally a game dev he knows what he's doing but his art sucks <laughs> you know what i mean like he doesn't know how to draw <laughs> and it's like okay Zoom. cool and then there's conversely there's always the other way around where it's like oh this guy this guy's an artist but he probably doesn't know how to make a game yeah, <laughs> right yeah, I, I, I've <laughs> seen I've seen both ends of those yeah, yeah this is probably like the, the the latter but like not 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 to say that it's like a bad game it's just like it's more you play it more for like the flair and the art and it's mm-hmm. really cool there's a, there's a, there's a final boss fight that's really cool and there's like a there's a secret ending yeah go try it out it's like maybe. 15 minutes of your time more depending on how long you last the final boss or like mm-hmm. if the puzzles are hard enough for you and the thing is you could skip the puzzles too like the you can press escape and straight up there's an skip puzzle <laughs> option it'll take you to the end in case oh, you just want to see like the story like if you just want to get it over get it over with but it's nice check out helltaker it's cool <laughs> it's completely free like all of them i i, I like that fucking um that business model it's like yo the game's free but if you want to buy the art book like Mm-hmm. the digital artwork or whatever like yeah, yeah. That, that's the donation right it's like just fucking mm-hmm. give us money please if you liked it <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is cool that's always cool uh and uh the, the the big thing that happened over this this week yesterday actually pso2 finally hit pc finally in america after like 20 years after eight fucking years <laughs> pso2 holy shit the, and that's because they said it was gonna be like oh yeah american release like soon after japan and like just like, yeah soon yeah. <laughs> right see it soon tm like yeah. fucking they said it like maybe like the, the year afterwards and again you know pso2 is probably the only mmorpg i've ever liked because I, mm-hmm. I i i did play ff14 and i thought it was cool but like it's not like i was playing it out of uh I guess me being addicted to it instead of like me actually liking it like pso2 i both like those years that 
I played it what maybe like four years ago. I don't remember when yeah. I played it. That was a long time ago. I remember it was a long time ago, but like I got super fucking addicted to that game. Like I, yeah, I would like. I didn't have internet at the time, so I would take my computer to my ex-girlfriend's house, and I would set it up, and I would just not eat or, like, drink anything or go to the bathroom. I will just be there and fucking playing. I would just wouldn't sleep. I played for, like, 10, 15 hours on end. It was insane. I played that game a lot, a lot, a lot. And I, I enjoyed it, and I fucking... I, not that I met people, but, like, I got closer to some other people just by playing that game, like, just uh, mm-hmm. online and stuff. And that was cool. But... Uh, and I was like, when I saw the the release, I was like, you know what? It, it it's it's either a gonna be so aged and old because that game is like eight years old or something. It's gonna be so aged that I'm not gonna like it anymore, and I'm just gonna be like, meh, you came too late, PSO. I don't like you no more. Yeah. Or B, I'm gonna get just hooked into it again and not fucking not eat, not sleep again. Eat, sleep, shit. Yeah. Just... And so far, it's looking like the latter. I'm really enjoying PSO2, <laughs> the American release. There's some problems with it. Like, one of it is because it's tied to the, the Microsoft Store. And yeah. that that's having its own fucking issues and problems. And stuff. Yeah, I, I had issues, like, even just trying to, like, launch the game or, like, play it. Because, like, at first, the Microsoft Store was fucked. Mm-hmm. So, it, or not, not the store, the website was fucked. So, yeah. I couldn't even, like, go to the store or, like, click the download or whatever. Right. And and then the um, Microsoft download was fucked. Like that shit didn't work. And then the mm-hmm. the fucking the PSO two like UI thing. I forgot what it was. Like, launcher. launcher. There yeah. we go. Like that that thing like crashed and like it just didn't launch again. And it I had to like uninstall the whole thing and reinstall it all again. And yeah. Then finally, it worked. God. Like yeah. Like as soon as the fucking as soon as the Microsoft Store <laughs> like crashed the first time, I was like, oh okay, it's one of those. Here we go. Like, you know, troubleshooting the game before you get to play it. Like, I'm ready, yeah. <laughs> you know? But, no, it, 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 I ended up being able to download it. And it sucks because some of my friends are still having problems. But the second problem is that right now there's only three... I basically spent all night fixing mine. Like, yeah, fuck. There's a... Like, I beat the tutorial and I stopped. Yeah, the second problem is that there's only three servers online, like three ships, and they're all full docked. Like, they're all just fucking full. Uh, you can't even like you can't load into the lobby without like your shit dropping through three frames because every single player the, the immediate radius is like loading it, it sucks it sucks having to like wait through people and I'm like I wish I could just turn off other players and just fucking like just have my friends on or whatever I'd be having on my friends list but it's alright once you get into an instance it just runs just fine mm-hmm. uh, and the third problem that I came across is like do I want to make a boy or a girl <laughs> <laughs> like the the character creator in that the, game is still really fucking cool. I thought I was gonna like look lame now because of the age, and I thought like the graphics were gonna be up to par. But like that game in motion looks really cool, and uh, it's it's really cute. Like there's a lot of it's a lot of fucking options in that character creator. It's one of the best ones so far. Mm-hmm. Mm, and I'm, I'm I'm playing it. I'm playing. I made a okay. I made two characters actually. I made a character on ship two as a hunter, and I made a braver on ship three to play with like different groups of people and. Yeah, here we go. Let's see if I drop it or, like, let's see how long I'm going to play it. Fucking mm-hmm. PSO2. Sick. Go check it out. It's free. But, like, don't because the ship's full and I don't <laughs> want you there. <laughs> uh, do you do you mind if we uh, skip this last little bit and move on to questions? My family wants me to go ahead and start doing some stuff. Oh, yeah, go for it. It's fine. We don't have to, like, talk about the news. There wasn't much anyway. Um, yeah. I guess all I wanted to say is like the, the fucking people are pissed about Sonic Fox being in Skullgirls. Like, first of all, like it's not 
it's random. Like that game already has like so many fucking weird fucking background characters in every stage that cycle out are random. It's not a big like, fucking deal. Like second of all, that guy's mm. insanely good at that game. That guy's probably like the king of that game. So like if if anyone if anybody deserves to be in that game, it's him. <laughs> and uh, it's just it's not a big deal. Just chill. Fuck off. Like as much like I, I don't I'm not even like a big fan of the game either, but a big fan of the guy either. But like it's doesn't affect me. Like just just being. Being a drama like, queen. I, I I don't like his attitude, but I respect the I respect the player. Yeah, like that's that's. Yeah, it's like fucking just just get good, right? Like I don't like his attitude mm-hmm. either, but like sometimes you need like that FGC villain, I guess, to, like drive people. Mm-hmm. And nobody has For fucking sure. come close to being on his level, I guess, in multiple games. Mm-hmm. But yeah, fuck it. Questions. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, corrections, you want to tell us that we suck. You want to tell us that our previous episodes were better, <laughs> or like. <laughs> Want <laughs> to return to form or some shit? Send us your questions to skeletonsummarycast at gmail.com or the Facebook page or our Twitter, whichever is more convenient for you. Yeah. Let's go ahead. Now, nah, whichever is more inconvenient for you. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm kidding. We love y'all. Keep yeah. listening. <laughs> we don't have much questions this uh, time, but uh, hopefully mm-hmm. next time we'll have more. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Right. This first one's from Christian. It's a question for Alex. If you had to play a Western RPG, which one would it be and why is it Fallout 3? Okay, I don't think I will play Fallout 3 again. I like Fallout 3 at the time. And I'm not going to deny like all the fucking years. of I mean, all the hours and hours of enjoyment that Fallout 3 provided me. It's it's my favorite Fallout game so far. But um, I know New Vegas is the good one, but like I, I like 3. I like the atmosphere of 3, I guess. But Western RPG, I would probably... My next one will probably be Witcher 3. I've been wanting to give that game a shot. Because mm-hmm. uh, I heard it's really, really good. I just didn't... I wanted to know if part 1 and 2 were skippable. Because I know there's super hella aerojank. And people are telling me, like, yeah, just fucking... A lot of people started in part 3. So, yeah, I'll give that game a go. Mm. Hmm. I also want to try Pillars of Eternity. I, gave, I heard that game is good. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Man. Fuck fuck with that stuff out Fallout. I'm not I'm not down anymore. <laughs> I'm not down with yeah. Fallout anymore. But yeah. Seventy six killed it. Yeah. Uh Fallout four was a bad omen, then seventy six just nailed it in. Yep. Uh question for me, who would win in a fight between James Bond and John Wick? John Wick hands down, dude. Like <laughs> really? <no> contest. <laughs> you think? Right? Even with I, the gadgets I'm, and everything? Even with the what? Even with the gadgets and everything? Yeah, because gun. Like, <laughs> but James Bond has James a gun Bond too. He's a, he's he a, has like one guy. small gun, but like I feel like John Wick is more, more tactical than like fighting. Like gadgets or not, like I'm pretty sure John Wick would win. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we don't see a lot of like what James Bond is actually because like, he's supposed to be like an actual like secret agent and do all this shit. We just see him like be sleazy, right? In the yeah, movies, that's but, why. Like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it would be like an even fight because what what. What, I haven't seen the movies actually. What what uh what profession is John Wick or what does he do or is he just like he's a he's literally the world's best assassin. Oh okay, well then, yeah, that, <laughs> that makes sense then. <laughs> yeah. if, he, if he's like an actual fucking hitman, then yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's that's why. All that's right. why I go for John Wick. Damn. Uh, question for both of us: the last movie we saw is not part of our lifestyle. How lucky or fucked are we? The last last movie I saw was that Turnbull movie, so I'm pretty fucked. I don't know how to write. <laughs> like, oh, I don't but, know how to write pages. Yeah. Just, just, just go go hang out in your bathtub and maybe the, the ideas will come to you. <laughs> Hopefully. What's the last thing? I, the last movie I saw. I saw Parasite again, and uh, it, uh, my 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 mom was watching it and she liked it. But I don't know how that would incorporate into my lifestyle. It's still it's the real world, <laughs> I guess. Like yeah. it's not. I'm not. I don't live in Korea. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of any. That, that yeah, that question doesn't apply to me. It's the last movie I saw. 
I'm trying to think of anything that's like in recent memory. Um Yeah, no. I saw I saw Rashomon again by Akira Kurosawa. It's just like in mm. Japanese times and I like kind of a tangent here, but like I like how that's kind of like a trope or like became like a like a staple like I did I didn't know at first until I saw Rashomon, but like I know that many many shows or works of fiction fiction have like oh that's the Rashomon episode where it's like basically when something happens and then they have a trial and everybody says it from their perspective but they all they all tell different stories and it's up to you mm-hmm. to like kind of like piece it together and it's like okay all of them are lying right but it's like what really happened here that's usually like what the Rashomon episode protects that's what happens in the yeah. movie right so I don't know I don't know how that would incorporate into my daily life either but <laughs> yeah and it's okay Oh yeah, this one's from uh, Jesus Casval. Um, I guess uh, I said multi- it's multiple questions, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, what what RPG would you want Florida Man as your party member? <laughs> hmm. I, okay, I, I, it's straight up like an SMT, like not 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 a Persona game, not not as a social link, but like as an actual cryptid demon. Like you know what I mean? Like that game is like a like a since that game is all about you know collecting legends and like monsters from different fol- folklore. I feel like Florida Man is now a part of like internet American folklore. Like he deserves a spot a spot as a demon in an SMT game. You know, uh, <laughs> I, I'll agree with that. Honestly, yeah. like, I was just like, I wouldn't know, but yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, Florida man is <laughs> SMT demon. Yeah, because an SMT like demons are essentially just crackheads. Like once once you get through your head that like like demons are just like hobo crackheads and start like acting accordingly and treating them as such, like like you can have an easier time in that game. <laughs> so yeah, Florida man is an SMT demon for sure. Uh, I, could you learn any of your fighting games' main moveset? Could I? <laughs> I got Axel's kick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know Kai, Kai is like in a fucking. Um, he has a lightning sword and shit. I couldn't. Uh, Tekken, it's something that I probably could, right? Like Brian, Brian's moveset could tell. Brian's moveset is kind of like derived out of, out of like kickboxing, like die kickboxing, and I feel like that's something that could work in real life. I'm not. I'm like flashing and I'm like, why did I pick all the drunken masters and the Capoeira dudes? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, like you the, could still learn that. I but, could, but it's just hella it's hard. Probably it's probably really like hard. Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. Initial. Eddie. Yeah. Eddie Ordo. Down. That looked fucking cool. Because, yeah, initially, initially the reason I played, the reason I picked Brian is because I was like, you know what? I'm going to go into Tekken fresh. Like, I'm not going to pick, like, uh, Asuka. Because, like, whenever I fucked around as a scrub, I picked Asuka. But uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to pick Brian because he's standing up straight. His moves make sense. Like, you know, when, when I press punch, he throws a punch. When I press, like, <laughs> hook, he throws a hook. Like, he's not doing any weird flips or whatever. He's like, I feel like that would um, really help me in the long run. Turns out, like, Brian t- turned out to be one of the most execution-heavy characters in the game. And I'm like, fuck my life. <laughs> but uh, I already got used to it. And he's, he's really cool. But, uh, yeah, because of that, because his fighting style is grounded in reality, I feel like I'll be able to learn it in real life. Yeah, I, I don't think I could learn like Axel's like sickle shit. To be honest, I feel like that's too dangerous. <laughs> yeah, but using Eddie's a... would take a, like a shit ton of work. But I mean, it's doable mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, oh, sign you up for also sign me up for thirteen. What episode are we on? We're on twelve, right? Did I be, I yeah, so, I'd, I'd be down to have you for like the podcast. We've been like 
it's 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 a bit later lately it's been like kind of like hard to do like uh solo episodes between both of us since like i have since i haven't been doing shit like the the the, the weeks yeah, where it's like eventful like, and i'm like yo i played all these new fucking games i want to talk about them i saw this new anime hell yeah let's go those those episodes like just go by but like in 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 weeks where it's like man i didn't do shit what are we even gonna talk about <laughs> that's, a little, yeah. that's a little bit more like more rocky when we're be- between both of us but like if we have a guest like that kind of like adds to the filler <laughs> You know what I mean? Like when when we had like the the Jordan episode, it's like okay, cool, we can just go off about VR, and he's good at talking. <laughs> we'll let him do yeah. the talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm down. We can we can do have like the Castle episode. We can talk about like Gundam and like fucking conspiracy theories, like Hitler on the moon yeah. and shit. <laughs> I'm super down. All right, and then the last question from him also: What is your opinion on randomizers or adding roguelike elements to games? Could you say what your most liked example of? Or if you don't like it, your most disliked examples. Like, I don't know what you mean by adding roguelike elements. Okay. Or is it so just like, a randomizer? Yeah, game? it's a randomizer, I guess. So let's say when you play Dark Souls and you already played Dark Souls for like 100 times in a row. And you're like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I want to add a little bit of spice. I'm going to mod in a randomizer and fucking, you oh, know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what I figured it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd have to go with like the Pokemon randomizers. Those are really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Especially if it's, a, uh, if it's a game that you already played to death, but like you want the new experience and you still like it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, hell yeah. Play a randomizer just to have that fresh experience seems fun like if you already mastered the game there's no challenge that the game can provide anymore so like just yeah just yeah it's it's the it's the same reason why like i'm pro mods for like left 4 dead 2 it's like you already played the game what else is there like let's fight shrek tank (laughs) yeah let's be let's be waifus like it's you still love the game you just want to keep playing it in like slightly different ways and i see nothing wrong with like adding randomizers yeah especially if like like you said like if it's a game you played to shit like to death Mm -hmm. and you just want like some sort of spice of life like there's there's definitely nothing wrong with that dark souls that looks like fun dude if i was that good at dark souls i'd be doing yeah for sure and i and that's something that i want to try or like i want to try like remixes i guess because like one i want to try the nocturne randomizer because i think that'll be just fun and brutal yeah and then two i want to try there's this mod i think it's called the cinder mod for Dark dark souls 3 that it's just like an entire overhaul of the game, like it. it there's a, it, it. You can tell there's like a lot of work put into it. Like they added a shitload of weapons, a shitload of fucking armors, and like references to other games. They out. They they changed the enemy placement and like the 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 sequence of the game. Like you know, like you don't start at the beginning anymore. Like you start like midway, and like the beginning oh, wow. is now like an end point in the game. Like stuff like that, right? So it, it'll be really cool to give it a shot. I don't remember much of Dark Souls 3, but I still I feel like I'd get a lot of enjoyment out of that Cinder's mod. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, uh, I guess that's that's it. Don't forget to send any questions to us. Please send us questions. If not, then I'm going to resort to, like, freaking get-to-know-your-partner questions. <laughs> <like that. laughs> yeah, play fucking, like, a, I don't know, like, would you rather... <laughs> Yeah, no. shit. Like, <laughs> uh, fuck that. Yeah, no. If, yeah, if you don't send us questions, I'm gonna have to actually like watch and play more shit. <laughs> Just, like, time to talk about it. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, right. send these your feedback though. Like, I don't know. I, I actually want to know like your honest feedback. Like, if you like the podcast, or like if you feel it's gone downhill, or like if you feel it's gotten better over the uh, few of our like last few episodes, or like if yeah, you like if you like if you like the guest podcast, if you like solo podcast, like just let us know. Or who, yeah, or who you want to see, we'll, we'll get him. Like, if you want to fucking have us invite somebody, we'll try to convince them. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, it, like uh, it, as our... 
like our first couple of episodes were pretty spicy so if you want us to debate somebody on certain topics like hell yeah we're down yeah i know that i know i noticed that's something that we calm down on we calm down on, on, on like the hot takes it's mainly just yeah. been like us like reminiscing or whatever so we want to fucking go see like like if you have that's that's why i asked about like the in the questions like if you have an opinion or something and like you want me to give you my opinion on that and like fight it like i'll, I'll go for it right I'll, yeah i'm down it's always fun hella fun yeah <laughs> But yeah, that's it. I'll see you guys later. See y'all next week. Next week. Bye-bye. Bye.